You're listening to Bangkok Strange. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Bangkok Strange. I am Dana Blue, and as always, joined by my co-host Mike Somerville. Greetings, aloha. Man, what a strange weekend! Four-day weekend, Songran replacement holiday is when we're recording this. So probably, I just dated us. It'll come out like a week later, but I, whatever. I, I'll tell you. Yeah, I think I don't think it met expectations. That's for sure. <laughs> no. I mean, I was down in Pattaya. Yeah. And they're like, oh, yeah, everyone's going to be coming down here. It's going to be crazy. Walking street's going to be crickets. I mean, there were people there, of course. Yeah. yeah. But not not so many. No, I mean, I ended up, I said, forget it. I'm leaving. I'm taking the bus back. I just, I basically worked from the studio. I did, worked on some design projects. Mm-hmm. J- Jib as well as working on her artwork. Knit by Gib. N- j- knit by Jib. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. So she's working on her embroidery art this weekend okay. uh, for at the school that she's at. So she's working on a, uh, a large piece. But. Today's topic is one that we both are, are well versed in: is the move to Thailand, the transition yeah. to being a a full timer in country legally, yeah. or right. we might talk yeah. about we might talk about otherwise methods. It's a gray area, yeah. really. We yeah. might we might talk about some of the gray areas, sure, but we'll definitely cover some of the others. And you're wearing your strange shirt today. If you're, look, I got check my strange on shirt on, yeah. And as you know, this started out just as a company called Foul Fashion. They're yeah. basically no longer around. I had uh, this patch put in because yeah. there was an altercation I had with a girl who thought she should be in my life and was pissed that the other girl was in my life. It must have been Latina. It's, no, Thai. Wow. Yeah. And so she grabbed this thing, big hole in it, right? And this is like five, six years ago. So I'm thinking, okay, well, you know what? I'm going to just keep this shirt and yeah. then I'll go to the Philippines and like, or I'll be, I'll be somewhere. I was thinking I'll be in Thailand and you can walk down the sidewalk anywhere and find yeah. some guy with a sewing machine. He'll throw this on. Well, I got this put on. In the Philippines for sixty pesos. What's that? In Thirty US? cents. Thirty cents. Yeah, absolutely. Freaking amazing. Or no, wait. I'm sorry. Fifty uh, dollar. To, anyway, it was something. Free. It, it was, was free. free. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then jib, of course. Yeah. She, she does the whole knit by jib on this. So baby. I was actually supposed to patch this, and I was just I never got to yeah, it. And two like, weeks go by. <laughs> I still haven't done your shorts I either. <laughs> <laughs> I've made like six bags. I've, I've done a bunch of other pro- projects in the studio. Not done your shorts. Are you like that mechanic that's got like 17 transmissions in his front yard? Yes. But like all of his customers are well taken care of. <laughs> yeah. But he's got like 13 of those like station wagons with shelf paper on the side of it that look like wood. And they're out back. And his wife's like, would you get those fucking things? He's like, hey, hey, hey. I'm working those on these. I'm working on these. That's a fine vehicle. That'll make those 16 cars. will make, make three. One. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you're lucky, it'll make one good one. A little bit of liquid nail. Let <laughs> <laughs> me put some Bondo. Slap some Bondo on that baby. You're good. My first car was probably mostly held together by liquid nail and liquid uh, Bondo. Yeah, bond- Bondo was good. I actually upgraded the fiberglass. Oh, yeah. That changed my life because you put the mesh in there. Yeah. Because, of course, all the cars, right, rusted yeah. from where we were from. All salt, the salt on the road, oh, yeah. Oh, man, the undercarriage. You don't get that problem here in Thailand. Mm. Car might get waterlogged from the flooding, but not a whole lot of that happening anyway, in Southern California. Transitioning to Thailand, moving here. Yeah. So I think, I mean, for me, right? I mean, I started out as the infamous tourist. Yeah. Came here, loved it. Oh my God, I got to come back. I started doing the thing, you know, down in wherever I was, where I was in Pattaya, where I was in Phuket, whether I was in Nakhonrachisima, yeah. and also. So. But, Didn't matter. You wanted to be here. Absolutely. Wanted to be here as much as I possibly could. And, uh, but what about you? And what was your first intro to Thailand? <sighs> As a tourist? No. So technically, my first intro to Thailand was 2006. I accidentally crossed the border when backpacking in Cambodia. Okay. 
and crossed back into Cambodia, got arrested, spent the night in jail, blah, blah, blah. In Cambodia. In Cambodia. For what? They, the park rangers or whatever the fuck they were yeah. picked me up like coming out of the fucking jungle. Okay. Like, what the fuck are you doing? You know, and they, they, I'm assuming You're that's like, what I'm they hiking. Sa- I'm assuming that's what they said to me in Khmer. Right, exactly. And you know, basically, because that's what I would say to someone if I was in their job. What the fuck they, are you doing? You know, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, exactly. And, Clearly, I'm going to arrest you. And they were like, they spoke a little bit of English. They're like, oh, come with us. Okay. I was like, okay. Yeah. Jumped in the back of their little Jeep thingy. You're like, this is great. Free ride. I was fucking hiking all yeah. day. This is great. I'm taking I, a nap. I was like, I was three hours back from where I was <laughs> supposed Perfect. to be. They took me in the other direction, like 20 minutes, and like. <laughs> In, in here, they put me in like a rebar and, and a barbed wire cell. Did they get asked for ID or anything like that? I didn't have my passport. That was the issue. Oh, it was back yeah. in the hotel. That's, yeah, that's a bad bad, yeah. bad thing to do. That's tip number one. And people are like, oh, yeah, I leave my I leave my passport in the hotel. I so, leave so it in now, the safe. So now I don't take it with me. I keep a photo of my passport on my phone. I always keep my passport with Fuck me. Fuck that. Why? I keep it in the safe. Do you not bring your driver's license with you when you go out? I have a driver's license. Yeah, I bring that with that's me. That's my point. Like, why? how is it any different? No, because your passport's like a very sensitive. If you live overseas, yeah. you don't want to lose that. Agreed. So I don't take it out. I have a photo of it on my phone. Yeah. And I have my Thai driver's license. And you get the you get your photo, the, the visa. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Photo of everything. Work permit, right. visa, everything yeah. on there. So. Mm-hmm. That is, you know, what I take with me. But in Cam- this was 2006. I'm in okay. Cambodia. Right. It's in the hotel room. Backpacking. Yeah. So they go, they get it. Next day, they, they let me free. Right. Whatever. But you literally slept that night in the freaking jail on the dirt floor. Yeah. You didn't be like you didn't. So did you tell them that like you had the hotel thing going on? Or yeah. Were you well, like, we, ah, we explained that, and they they went out and did whatever. But they didn't let me go till the next day. And made me walk back. Were you pissed, or were you just like, whatever? I'm just this fucking like, part of the process. Great, great story to tell when yeah, I get back. Yeah, exactly. Spend the night in Cambodian jail, right? No, you okay. were the only one there. No, there was uh, two other guys sharing a cell across from me. But you had your own cell. Yeah, well, that's they, cool. They, they were threatening to kill me for most of the most of the day. Uh, probably the first couple hours. They uh, well, seriously, you're not joking. No, no. A, were they Khmer guys? Yeah. Well, kill you for what? I don't know. And I think they were just fucking with me. Okay. The white, and I was young, right? So I was like yeah. in my twenties. Okay. And um. I was in my 20s and, you know, little little goofy. Okay. little goofy. So, right. you know, big nerdy dude in the middle of Cambodia. Yeah. And they were just fucking with me. Okay, just having fine. a good time. Yeah, so you're just like, whatever, yeah. I'm going to hang they out They were older. They, uh, they were probably poachers or something. Who knows? Yeah, it could be. You know, given where I got picked up. But anyway, so, besides right. the point. So, so that that's was, your first That was my IO. first, like, accidental appearance. And I think that's, that's the way they explained to me that it looked like I was coming from Thailand. Illegally right, so, crossing yeah, the border. Okay, so got it. Whether or not that's the case, if I if I even cross or not, I don't know. Yeah. That's the story. Next time I came here was 2008, okay, I Yeah, so believe. that was really when you came here. First vacation here. Yeah. It was okay. I liked it. Bangkok? Bangkok and Uban Ratchatani. Okay. Not bad. You know, good good vacation. Um, overall, very relaxing. I was here for Songkran. Okay. okay. Which was, very you know, relaxing slash I was here for Songkran. Well, Those two things. Well, I was in Songkran and Uban Ratchasani. Oh, okay. Got it. Yeah. yeah, so it was more of the actual ceremony. None of this yeah, drunken Australians well, throwing ice water. Well, or, drunken Thais throwing ice oh, water. There you go. Yeah, that's cool. But, but it was fun. Well, their accent's cooler. It was a good time. There you go. And good food. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then in 2000, in, I came back in 2011. Okay. And then in 2014, 2013, 2013, I guess, I moved here to work on a PhD. Okay. At one but, of the okay, universities. Step back. So t- 2011, yeah. you came here for another vacation after not being here for three years. Yeah. What was the... Because for me, I, I never lasted... I was never away from Thailand for more than a year. Oh, so like... 
So how like, did how'd you go through? I wasn't drawn to really. The, yeah. Okay, so like, it wasn't like oh I my was God, vacationing this... other places, doing other things, like okay. living my life for those three years. I was an engineer, right? Yeah, so yeah, I, yeah, I was busy with shit. Sure. And um, you know, but like, yeah, did I go anywhere as awesome as Thailand in those three years? No. Yeah. So good point, right? Yeah. 2014. I'm sick of being an engineer. Yeah. Fucking hate my job. Not. I shouldn't say I hate my job. It was, it was a cool job mm. when I started it. Yeah. And, but to me, it really just. An engineer to MSO is really a dead end job. MSO for uh, people who don't know. Yeah, the cable company. Right, to exactly, make sure. it easy. Yeah, okay. Multi system yeah. operator. Yeah, 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 right. So, but I was an engineer, worked on the back end of the internet. Yep. You know, all that cool engineer shit. Sure. Great, cool stuff, but it's essentially a dead end job. Right. You'll, well, you're gonna plateau. I mean, many guys like you, yeah. like even your buddies, right? They're doing that 20 years straight. Yeah. Same check, three percent raise every year, yeah. health benefits. Yeah, you make six figures for the vast majority of your career, mm -hmm. but. That's it. Yeah. I right. mean, nothing. And it takes up way more of your time than it should for the amount of what you need to do. Right. right. So, so this is 2014. You're like, dude, I'm done. Yeah. So 20, like 2013. So I'm like, yeah, I'm fucking, I'm out of here. So I decide to apply for PhD programs overseas. Okay. Uh, Thailand, Hong Kong, Singapore, uh, and then a few in Europe. Okay. And essentially got into every PhD that I applied for, fortunately. Um, and I think when you're basically an American, like a white dude yeah, from America sure. applying to, mm -hmm. to PhD programs overseas, and it's not like I wasn't applying to like top tier PhD programs, right? And they, they were still like selective, but it, it wasn't, I never questioned that I would get into all What was going to be your focus? Uh, ICT. So I was okay. studying information right. Techno communication yeah, technology. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, which is my background. Yeah. And so in my master's also in ICT. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, all right, you know, I got into everything. And, but a lot of them, like the real competitive part becomes in how you fund it. Yeah, exactly. So I got the first program to actually accept me was in Thailand. Okay. And, uh, but from a different university and they didn't give me funding. Okay. Yeah. And so, yeah, sure. You can come here if you pay us. Yeah, right? yeah. So they were like, they basically told me, sure. Like if you want to do another master's, you can have a full ride, okay. but we don't have funding for PhDs. Okay. Um, for, for this program, right. this particular program. So I was like, well, obviously not for me because it was intended to be like a part-time program, like okay. a night program. So I was like, okay, that's not, that's not for me. And then the, I got into Hong Kong, to Singapore, to, to the two in Europe, and partial funding for pretty much all of those. Okay. And then the last one to accept me was the one in Thailand, and they gave me a full ride. And it came with like a stipend. Thomas Ott or where? Were we? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. SIT. Yeah. And uh, which I would not recommend anyone go to. Sorry. Regardless. Yeah. So, but you know, good scholarship opportunity. You know, it was a stipend and all this other stuff. So jumped into it, and uh, came out here. Did the whole like education visa. You know, went to the the consulate in Chicago because you got to get the uh, at the time at least you had to get that particular type of visa in your home country. Yeah, yeah, okay, that makes and sense. I know there are some that are still like that that mm -hmm. you need to do it in your home country. Yeah. And so OA visa for example, yeah. yeah. And so I did that, moved here, you know, sold everything in the US, boom, Thailand. And you know, it it was a good transition especially because it was outside Bangkok, right? So it was it isolated me from a lot of other things for a little while. Mm -hmm. And really kind of allowed me to, to focus on what I was doing. Um, but, you know, like then transitioning into other types of living here, like long term, like you, you meet a lot of people who I know guys who have been here for 15 years on tourist visas. Yeah, I know. Right, and sure. Like, There's like, plenty of people breaking the law all over the world. But, yeah, but yeah. like, 
yeah, you're not breaking the law. You're just skirting it. Mm, okay. Right? Like you're, they're they're literally like going by the letter of the law. Like they leave for a day or two, they come back. So visa run is a big thing here, right? Like yeah. if if you don't have a a year long visa or a multi year visa. You'll hear people talk about, especially tourists, talk about, oh, I've got to do a visa run. And mm-hmm. that means, you know, they're at the end of their 30, 60, or 90-day visa, and they have to go and leave the country, yep. come back in, and get a new one. Yeah, basically, you leave, you come back in, you get a stamp for the amount of time that yeah. that's good. In fact, I was planning on doing that. Yeah. My visa run, I get a stamp for a year, mm-hmm. right, because I have this retirement visa, the OA, that I got back in the United States. The idea was, okay, cool, I'll cruise over to Cambodia for like a day. Scumbag. Yeah, exactly. Because, you know, basically, I mean, the only people that go there, other than backpackers that get arrested. <laughs> yeah. No, you go there, you're a scumbag. <laughs> no, I'm a scumbag. So I'm over there, I'm thinking I'm going to cross the border and, you know, get my scumbag check. Yeah. And then come back over, get the stamp. Bam, I can stay in Thailand for another year. Yeah. And I'm thinking, oh my God, this COVID thing, no worries. Huh. Because I'll just be able to, and I, you know, if I leave Thailand right now, mm. game over. Game over. I can go to, I can go to Cambodia and after basically 24 hours, I'm good to go. I can cruise around in Cambodia. Yeah. But that's not going to happen. All right, so yeah, so that's true. So there, there are guys that are doing that, but you're here, obviously, like totally you know, above board. Yep. You know, you got your education visa. Now, the transition into that was it really? Uh, how much different was it than the transition to going to a university in the first year? In other words, you've got like the whole, not necessarily a dorm room, but you've got a place you live. Oh, oh let with, me talk about the dorm with, for a minute. Oh, you stayed in the dorms? I had to it was for requ- your PhD requirement for my scholarship. Oh wow! Okay, and let me tell you about this bullshit fucking room they put yeah. me in. Yeah, was it bigger than this? No. Okay. Smaller than this. Yeah. Nice. And then my room and no windows. And probably not a lot of soundproofing. And no, and no windows. <laughs> oh God. I was in an interior room. Yeah. And I had to pay for it out of my stipend. <laughs> okay. And, and the woman in charge of housing for the university is a straight up racist. Hated white people. Really? Yeah. Barely spoke English. Okay. Hated white people. Was this an it's an international program though? Isn't it supposed to be? Okay. So I, I'll get into that on another episode. Yeah, but clearly. But yeah, so shitty room for the first year. I ended up moving into a, another studio off campus just because yeah. you know, I needed space. It was about three of these. Just you? Or was it you like just, sharing just it with me. a roommate? Okay. It was like 2500 baht a month. Air, air conditioning? Yeah. Really? Yeah. For 2500 In Patsum though. Yeah, I mean, okay, right, sure. It, like, like there was an elephant You're, in my backyard. Yeah, right, right, right. Like, literally, some guy owned an elephant. Like illegally. The way you broke up was roosters. Uh, there were roosters. Like I was, I was on the fifth floor though. I couldn't mm. really hear them. Okay. But like there was a rice paddy right behind the apartment building. Okay. And there was literally a dude who owned a uh, elephant illegally right. back there, and yeah. you would see him washing it in the fucking rice paddy. Awesome. And then, like, sometimes you see him at, like, uh, 7-Eleven, like, selling, like, you, you could 20 baht, you could feed the elephant. Mm-hmm. It was, I mean, it was maybe, like, it stood, like, maybe six and a half feet. Okay, so a mini. Mini, yeah, yeah. it was baby. Like an SUV, Yeah, but, but, like, in another year, it'd probably fucking kill, like, the city. <laughs> but, <laughs> That's why so, people were feeding yeah. it. <laughs> but here's the, um, it, actually, so that building was right next to an international hospital called St. Carlos, which was apparently completely staffed by Filipino doctors and nurses. Okay. So my building- Like a U.S. hospital, you mean? Yeah. So basically (laughs) like a U.S. hospital. (laughs) Well, why why they use Filipino nurses and doctors? Because they speak English. Yeah. And they've got quality education. Yeah, absolutely. And customer service through the roof. Yeah. So it was basically a cosmetic surgery hospital for foreigners. Perfect. So my building packed with Filipino nurses and doctors. Yeah. 
all the nurses, like these short little cute oh, Filipino yeah, chicks. Right. 40 kilos, sure. And, and they live in four to a room. Yeah, yeah. And they're, they're basically, they, they were all like friends. Mm-hmm. So there's like, yeah, he, yes, they all know each other too. So there's like, <laughs> well, well, I don't know because like they, they all like work together. Oh, yeah. Like, I don't know if they knew each other before they came. Yeah, okay. But obviously, right, yeah. because of the, uh, the situation mm-hmm. with their work, what they do is they all rented like, um, I don't know, there's probably like six rooms between all of mm-hmm. them. And then they would all share it two and two. So mm-hmm. they work 12 hour shifts. Right. So hot bunk it, right? Yeah. So two of them would sleep in the bed. Yeah. So there's only one bed. Right. But it was like a big, like queen, king size bed. Yeah. So two of them would sleep in the bed and then the other two would work. Mm-hmm. And they all work six days a week. Yep. And they got one day it's off. Sundays, they are off. Yeah. yeah. And what do they do on their days off? They just drink and eat pork. They all go to the mall together, yeah. and they sit outside. Yeah, and, and then they, they come eat. back and they, they totally. come back to the rooms. Yes. And they, they either go up on the roof, sit on the floor, or they sat in in front of the building, or they right. sat on the floor in yes. their room. Yeah, sing karaoke. Yep, drink beer. Sure, and fucking uh, perfect, and eat pork or whatever the fuck. Well, they and then they would also meet white guys. Yes, well, so they would all sit in the same. Well, a, a lot of them, a lot of them would. Uh, very very willing to spend the night in my room often i think if they just wanted to like well have a little bit more space or something and some air conditioning maybe a hot shower yeah yeah, so none of them they all rented the uh, fan rooms yes right and the fan rooms are you know you can you can cool it down but it's still a fucking hot room if you don't have a window you're bumming well they all have this big window so the the bathroom in that room was out on the patio okay so you go out on the patio to use the bathroom Empty slippers all over. Yeah. The <laughs> so a lot of times these girls would like just like, hey, uh, what are you doing tonight? Yeah. Uh, like, I'm, where you go? They're like, they, <laughs> Actually, they would, their English is they, much better than that. Yeah, they, they spoke perfect. Yeah, right. <laughs> Hello, than, sir. Some of them, some of them spoke better than me. <laughs> yeah, right. But uh, so they would come back and they would uh, like if they, were, I think they would work like six to six. Yeah. So some of them who would come in at six. Mm. And they go, oh, what are you up to tonight? You want to hang out? I'm like, hey, you want to come over and watch a movie? Yeah. Sure. They're yeah. like, a movie? Yeah. A whole movie. <laughs> you mean on your phone? <laughs> no, <laughs> actually, I've got yeah. the whole. On the laptop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Together. Yeah. So we pop, sit on the bed, pop the laptop right. open. One thing leads to another. So your experience, basically, being a total sex pat, as, <laughs> as you're describing here in Thailand, but it was with Filipino chicks. Filipino nurses. Filipino nurses. It, but like. It was just, they're like, hey, do you no, want to hang sure, out tonight? Sure, like, I get it. They'd see me coming in from yes, the lab. They're like, oh, sure. You working on schoolwork tonight? Oh, yeah, yeah, no. Come, come by. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't my, ex- I mean, in the Philippines, that wasn't my, I had to chase Gracie. I mean, not literally, right? Yeah. But I had to like, you know, court her kind of thing. Yeah. And. Oh, uh, well, same with Jib. Like when but, I met Jib, like I had to, like we went out, like I had to like, you know, like put on the smoothness. <laughs> Obviously it, not so smooth when you say it like that. But, but it was uh-huh. still better than dating in the united states yeah for sure absolutely oh my god what a, i was so pleased with that all right so you're over here so you're doing this so, now, so i'm banging like five filipinos a, of course a week. you are right yeah good for you <laughs> keeping yourself fit yeah yeah watching clearly a shitload of movies too like, yeah with the girls back in the half half a movie right usually. right yeah there you a, go. a shitload of half movies right yeah you're like i tell you what why don't five minutes in you want to get some popcorn or <laughs> actually so one time <laughs> one time this is the fucked up story. I shouldn't say this. I, Jib I, listens to this podcast, right? I mean, this she's is... listening live as we're recording it. <laughs> Perfect. No, this is all before I met Jib. Of course. Yeah. But I was, um, I watched a movie one night with a girl. I had downloaded whatever the fucking movie was. It was like brand new at the time. Okay. It's like 2013, 2014. I download this movie and uh, she comes over and we watch the first half of it. Sure. Yeah. Right? Like, uh, it was pretty smooth. Yeah. The first good. half of the movie. And yeah. then, uh, 
the next day, the girl who uh, is on the opposite shift in her room with her is like, hey, I heard you have uh, this movie. Can I come over Oh, and my God. <laughs> oh, yeah. Cause, well, they're going to talk. I mean, come on. Not only are they girls, but they're Filipinas. Yeah. So, yeah. I, just, I thought it was, I was like, obviously, she knows what happened. <laughs> I was like, yeah, sure. You want to come over You want to watch it? Sure, because I haven't watched the second half of the yeah. fucking thing. The cruise over. I tell you what. what St- instead of coming over at it. 7, come over about 7.45. Yeah. I'll be into the movie. And then we can just watch it through the credits. Still haven't watched the second half. Sure, that way I'm not literally cheating on you in comparison to your friend. We're doing something completely different. So therefore, you know, it's a different dating scheme. Yeah, then like they would all invite me to come over to their rooms and uh, like sing karaoke. Wasn't that, that I found very interesting is that yes, all that stuff would happen, but they, and again, we're talking about the Philippines for God's sake. None of this is, but it's this Filipino culture thing. Like many of them would invite me. Yeah. Like, and I would be the only guy there. Yeah, yeah. And at first I thought, Okay, well, are they, I mean, they're, they don't all want to date me, yeah. but they all just like wanted to hang out. W- would you get a lot of questions like, well, in America, do they, do they, yeah, in America, yeah. yeah, so I get, okay, yeah, so, and, but, like, there were times where it was like a little awkward, because I'd be in the room, and it's like, I've slept with seven of the eight girls here. Yeah, that's, uh, like, the past two weeks. Right. Yeah. And they're all cool. They, they all know, obviously. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah not, sure. Right. Like, I don't think anyone's keeping secrets from no, each no, other. No, no, there. no, no, no. Yeah. There was no fighting over me. Yeah. I mean, if I left, you know, when I was unavailable, I'm sure they replaced me with someone else immediately. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, why not? There was definitely no waiting. There was, yeah, no, I'm sure there were plenty of other people yeah. standing in line. That's yeah, wait, waiting for that situation. Okay, so obviously you're doing your PhD and yeah. you got through, what, a couple years of it? I know yeah, you didn't. four or five, yeah. And you were just like, this isn't for me. Yeah. Okay, but so again, to the whole like transitioning part. So you went from pretty much like, okay, I, get, I went there a couple times and then I moved there for a, a purpose other than to, to continue my tourism. So I was... No matter where I ended up, I probably would have ended up, you know, maybe not Singapore, but no matter where I ended up, I probably would have ended up a resident of that yeah, okay. that location or somewhere else immediately following that, not the United States. That was the plan. Yeah. Okay. So, because for my transition, I would submit it's probably a little bit more common, like mm. for the guys that are listening, watching that sort of thing, in the sense that like I touristed, I touristed, yep. I tried to tourist more, and then I came over here full time. As a tourist. How, how many years did you tourist for here? 20? S- no, six. Six. Yeah. So I came over here first in uh, 2013. Oh, so you were doing Latin America before Asia? Uh, no, just Mexico. Just Mexico. Mexico's not just Latin Mexico. America. It's just fucking South America. It's, it's just South California. It's, yeah, South, yeah, exactly. Oh, dude, <laughs> let me tell you something. Oh, my God. Of all the silly land deals that the United States ever did, we should have just gobbled up the whole Baja. Right. We never we just should have kept going south. Say look at Mexico. You can have all that nonsense south of Texas, but we're taking this whole Baja thing. Oh my God. It would have been so much better. They would have changed it into a giant spa. So the the other, whole Baja. The other day on your live stream you were talking about the, the border in San Diego yeah. at the beach. Yes. And you're like, oh it's a wall and it jets out into the ocean. Yes. So I went and fucking looked at uh, Google pictures of it. Yeah. And it's like literally people like sunbathing on both sides of the wall. Yeah. But it's not that lonely. You could swim out past that okay so again it depends when the pictures are taken right yeah. lower tide obviously it looks like it's longer right yeah. that's sort of thing. but it goes down too and then there's sensors all the way into the into the dirt right so yeah okay, yeah but if i swim out well then they, i mean it's not going to go out 10 miles the point is is that it's going to be it's supposed to be out there far enough such that if you're going to swim out there we're going to be able to notice you by the yeah. time you get to the end to go around because i mean let's face it you could paddle a boat out yeah you know one mile and then just, it, you know... Well, it looks row. like it only goes out like maybe 100 feet. Mm, yeah, probably. But, I mean, it, it's underground, though, too. It's not just the visible part at the top. Yeah, but as long as I can... As long as it's underwater, I can get over it. 
yes, you can, but they're going to know it. I mean, did you see that? Well, you probably did. okay. So there's cameras yeah, everywhere. everywhere. Yeah. yeah, but but I mean, even if I go over the sensors and they know yeah. that something crossed over, mm-hmm. I, I can if I'm on a like say I take a paddleboard out like a, a mm-hmm. surfboard. Sure, yeah. Paddle Stand out hundred feet. Yeah, yeah. Right. Get out past it. Cross over where the wall is. The, okay, th- that's as far as you get. There literally are Marines stand. They're there. Really? Yeah, dude. As a white dude in Coronado, if mm. I'm cruising along the beach, which is basically south of like the Hotel Dell, which is like kind of, I go. There are two orange cones yeah. just on the beach, and if you're never been there before, you're like, okay. And there's no rope. There's no that. You go across those cones, and that is where the seals train. Okay. And then there are our Marines up in what kind of looks like a more sophisticated lifeguard tower. Yeah. So these Marines are like hanging out up there, and they're you know they're just they're sitting there. And they got there. You walk two feet into that thing. Yeah. These guys literally run out. They're like, sir, 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 you got to turn around. Got to turn around. I mean, armed, fatigues, yeah. that sort of thing. And this is not that far away from where, like, the average tourist would go. I mean, if you live there, you know this. Yeah. But I have seen, like, full families go in there. And guys run out. I mean, it is it is very. So that's just, like, to keep the U.S. people where the U.S. people should go. Yeah. On the beach there, first of all, they have horses, right? Okay. And then, and then again, there's just cameras everywhere. But the Marines have horses on the beach? Yeah. Wow. It, <laughs> okay, so San Diego is a very interesting spot because, again, to begin with, it's a military town yeah. originally. Yeah. Now, of course, it's biotech and, you know, technology, yeah. basically Qualcomm and everything else. Um, so there's that. But then there's like the protection and then add on like we were talking about earlier, 9-11 to all yeah, that, right? Yeah. So you've got Harbor Patrol. You've got, um, uh, oh my God, what's the name of it? It was the newer sort of um, defense. The, ICE? It, so yes, so there's Border Patrol for DHS. sure. It's Department of Homeland Security. You've got the Navy. You've got the Coast Guard. I mean, they are all there. Okay, so obviously slightly more fortified than the, Re- the invisible border I crossed it, between Cambodia yes, and Thailand. It's, it's ridiculous to the point where, like, in, in San Diego, when he, you know, when Trump was running, right, he's like, I'm, I'm going to build a wall mm. between you know, everyone. In San Diego is like, dude, have you? You have no idea. There's first of all, there's two walls. Yeah, and then it's a. But the point is, is that um, that was yes, that was Mexico. But as you mentioned, I mean, there's people on one side, there's people on the other. Mm. The Mexicans aren't on the other side looking at the wall, going, "Oh my God, paradise on the." They're just like, okay, whatever, there's a wall there, yeah. you know? And there's tunnels, and there's, you know... Yeah, and there's beach on both sides yeah, of the wall. Yeah, it's pretty nice. But, but anyway, so you, six years you were yeah, so, traveling between. Yeah, so, I'm, I, and, and again, I, I came over here, and I was the there was a, probably the standard classic guy that's, like, never experienced anything, like, you know, for the sake of argument, Patia, Nana, yeah. Soy Cowboy. I mean, it's just like, oh, I mean, that does not exist anywhere in the United States. No. Mm-hmm. Vegas is like a kiddie playground compared it, to when, Soy Cowboy. When Patia. people say, like, I was going to Vegas for conferences and they're like, oh, what are you going to do in Sin City? I'm like, you have no fucking idea. Yeah. yeah. Like, if you, if you think Amsterdam is, is off the off the rails, bro, there is nothing in the world like fucking Soy Six. No. In Patia. Not even close. So I come over here, obviously, kid in a candy store. Oh, my God. I last uh, basically less than 90 days back in the United States. I'm like, yeah. I'm coming back here for Song Cran. Yeah. So I experienced Song Cran like Song Cran is Song Cran. Because yeah. I'm single and I'm like. So you did Song Cran in Pattaya or in Bangkok? Both. 
I came because you know what happens. I came and then I came again. Sequentially, right? So in other words, seven days. Yes, but it's basically like the the first three or four days before it really happens in Pattaya. It's happening up here in Bangkok. Yeah. So I did it in Bangkok. I get off at the Nana exit. I walk down. I stayed right right behind the JW on the other side of Nana, right? right? So I experienced it there for like two or three days. Then I get in a cab. Then I go down to Pattaya and experience it for a week. Mm. Changed my life. So I did. So I can. <laughs> you might guess. I've never been to Songran and Pattaya. I, I did Salkan. I did uh, Songran on Kaosan Road, mm. not Kosan Road. Kao. Kaosan Road. The, where the, so the cows I, are. I told Jib that. She's oh, like, for the love of God, you give me so much shit. His Thai wife, bless her heart. I mean, I can hear her eyes rolling right now when she thinks about my like, fucking pronunciation. I'm like, I'm like, guess what Mike used to call Kaosan Road? She's like, what? I'm like. Kosan Road. <laughs> She's like the island. <laughs> the island road. What the fuck is wrong with him? <laughs> so I never did. I did. I did. I did Kosan Road. Um, Kosan Road. I did that. Kosan. Kosan. I did that like a couple of years ago with Gracie. We were meeting another YouTuber over yeah. there because he was staying there and he was cheap. And um, he's a scumbag. He, scumbag. He, he was there. totally a scumbag. Did he have dreadlocks? A white dude? Like. No, but he was a white dude, and he was like in his sixties, and yeah. he was like, to- "Okay, so you told me the story about this is Bangkok strange. You're going to come over here, and you're going to meet expats. Yeah. And some of them are going to be like, okay, yeah, I came over here to get my degree, or yeah. I came over here to start a business, or I'm like doing. I, I want to, you know, some some people are like I want to work remotely. They yeah. Live here. Yeah. That's true. And then you're going to get the the guys that are total scumbags. Yeah. Okay. And this guy was a total scumbag, but on YouTube, he yeah. was so judgmental of everybody. Else. I never go to hookers. I do. So we sit down. Gracie's with me. Yeah. And he starts talking about how all of this gay sex is happening and how it so offends him as a Christian and all of these ladyboys everywhere. And like at a pretty loud voice. I'm like, dude, you've been here before, right? Yeah. You know these ladyboys can kick your ass. Some of Nong Rose. Oh, and so I was just like, okay, whatever. So anyway, so we, we left. That was my only uh, that was my only cow on road experience. Point is, is that I came over here and like I'm gonna say, and I actually got a video on this that's coming out on my channel. But I got the patia out of my system. Yeah. Okay. So I did. And w- then you also got the patia in your system. Yeah. And then, I, but there's there's ointment for that. <laughs> yeah, there's ointment and, for and that. There's a shot Penicillin. for that. Absolutely. <laughs> so I left left that unscathed, and uh, and then was like, okay, well this thing th- this place is actually pretty cool. Yeah. And then. So my point is, is that I did the full on tourist thing and then I said, OK, well, now I want to like move over here and like actually move my life over here. I don't necessarily want to get another degree, yeah. but I do want to do some business over here as mm-hmm. well as be a tourist. But you, I mean, how like, for example, when you were over here doing your Ph.D., how long did it take you before you went on your first like vacation as a tourist? Uh, I mean, Ph.D., uh, that's full tilt boogie. Yeah. Dude. I mean, it's, yeah, I was uh, I was deep in it. And, like, so obviously you go to conferences and stuff. Yeah. Like there's a conference in Phuket, conference in uh, I did Penang, conference in Penang, and then I was also working as an MMA referee. So I was traveling okay. all over Asia. Yeah, so you're going a, to school a, and a, working. Yeah, as an MMA referee, and uh, so I, and, you know, China, Philippines, Malaysia, Singapore. You know, I refed all over. But I mean, I've been to conferences there too. I've been to conferences all over the world too. You yeah. don't do a whole lot of vacationing, well, unfortunately. Ac- academic conference. I mean, I'm. Again, I also never really took it super seriously. I, okay. I, I present my paper. Yeah, and then like, I'm not hanging around for yeah listening. Yeah, sure. I get and it. This is the thing. Like, it, unless it was someone who had a paper in my in my research area mm-hmm. that I'm like, oh, maybe I can reference their paper or we can work together on right. some research. Wasn't happening. But I mean, in a PhD level, like your research topics are so niche. Yeah, yeah. 
the likelihood of you running into someone mm-hmm. on the on a similar topic in in ICT at sure. least. Uh-huh. I'm sure in biology or medicine it, it's it's much broader yeah, right. and there's a lot more social people, sciences. There's a lot more people doing research in those fields. Mm-hmm. But in ICT I'm like I was doing uh, power constrained sensor node addressing optimization. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. You know, exactly. Like either other people in ICT don't know what that is, mm-hmm. and I don't know what their topics are. Yeah. Like, exactly. So right. Sure. You know, unlikely that I run into someone. I, I think the only other paper I ever saw presented at a conference, someone did a, a mobile addressing, dynamic mobile addressing for uh, van net, vehicle net, vehicle networks. Oh, okay. And uh, very cool. It's IoT kind yeah, of related. Yeah. yeah very, very, very cool paper. Sure. But, Ended up being completely unrelated mm-hmm. to my work. Yeah. So, but the point is, you'd be there, you'd present, and then you would, like go to the beach for like two or three days. Or yeah. What? Hit okay. The, hit the beach. Nice. You know, come back for the buffet every lunch, okay. and uh, you know, that yeah, because you get your to, lanyard. Yeah. So therefore, you know, you get the lanyard. You're yeah. entitled to that. Absolutely, buffet. dude. I'm there like, for the breakfast. Thousand dollars to attend the fucking Crazy, academic right? conference and oh, have your boy. paper published. Yeah. So the, I'm I'm definitely bugging out at the buffet. Yeah. Every day. No, hit, totally. Hit the gym. Hit the beach. It's an academic conference, so you can bring your backpack in, and no one yeah. will think anything. Yeah. Put a shitload of food in Absolutely. there. Absolutely. Head back to the and, Filipinas. And academic conferences are uh, like. You know, they're always at like destination locations. Yeah, yeah, for sure, of course. You know, whereas like a lot of industry conferences are Vegas, Vegas, Atlanta, uh, Orlando, Orlando. Uh, yeah, um, and then Barcelona basically was a big yeah. one in Europe. And yeah. then there's a couple in the Caribbean, but yeah, yeah, yeah. But for academic conferences, like Turks of Caicos, yep. or, or um, uh, Phuket, or uh, even you know, Pattaya, they have a conference center there. But yeah. I mean, that's kind of tough to this convince is, your I, loved ones. I've been to a uh, I've been to an academic conference in Pattaya. Okay. And there was a lot of extracurriculars going on. Of course, on. Yeah, yeah, that's what happens there. Yeah, you know, you know, you see professors who like, you yeah, know, right. you know, they're married. Yeah, right. they get bow tie, <laughs> yeah. perfect. <laughs> out on Walking Street, <laughs> they, go, they go on to Soy Seven and slap down their leather briefcase right at the bar. <laughs> be like, can we have a discussion? They're like, oh my god, I'm so shocked about all this, what, what's going on here. <laughs> like two hours later, they're, they're doing lines of coke yeah. off Lady Boy dicks. Absolutely, <laughs> it's like this <laughs> makes complete sense. Tony Huge is holding their head over the toilet. <laughs> We definitely like, have it's, to. It's all right, buddy. You, you got it. Don't lose your shit. Just whatever you do, just don't start shooting anything into your veins unless I'm here present with you and I have some drinking water to assist you. Reconstitute. <laughs> if you guys have not listened to the entirety of the Tony Huge episode, it is a trip. That's a great one. We're getting multiple hundred yeah. views on YouTube. Yeah. And then you said like over 300 downloads in the, the first week. That, that one's almost at uh, that one's almost at a thousand. Awesome. Now. That's yeah. so great. Yeah. I just it, one. He's he's a very interesting character. For Sure. Two, I mean, he was just, and people said it in the comments. He's so open mm-hmm. and honest. Yeah, right. I think someone even said if more people had conversations like this, the world would be a better place. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, you know, look, you can judge him for yeah. like what he does just because it's potentially different than what. And we will because we're human. Well, you know, <laughs> I think when I judge, then I'm judging myself. But yeah, so that's a great one. So we talk about that. Okay, so you're you're doing this thing, and you're like yeah. two years in, and you know I'm over here, and I'm like a couple of months in, yeah. and everything, and now I start friggin' living here. Yeah. Now to be fair, when I was when I was touristing here, I did many things that I think a lot of tourists do not do. So like literally, my my first trip, I set up a bank account. I didn't know why I was doing it, but I just said, okay, yeah, I should just go. I'm here in Central Festival. Yeah. There, if you guys don't know, the way it works in malls is there will be an entire floor of and, banks. Yeah, and there's all literally 
every single bank and every cell phone company every cell phone company and then all of the restaurants will be on one floor yeah. you know and the if you go court. to Science Paragon there's plastic surgery centers on one floor buy an auto cars yeah, buy, buy your Bentley and get your boob implants yeah same same floor well, why not I mean you know yeah. the women go one way I mean you know I'm not chauvinistic yeah. at all no, no. but there is very easy ways of doing so things. let's talk about opening up a bank account because yeah. so i have an interesting story that if you're an american there are restrictions for foreign banks that do that have economic relations with the u.s that they have to file certain paperwork for every american account holder mm-hmm. and so for that reason i was denied the first bank account that i went to open on so my university set yeah, it up okay. to take me to the branch of TMB on campus, yeah, which yeah, is yeah. where right. they did they brought all the students. Mm-hmm. So two girls from Bhutan, a dude from like Vietnam, or a dude from Cambodia and yep. me all go together and they're like, Yeah, account account account. Whoa, 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 whoa yeah, American. Yeah. No, sure. Sl- slow your roll, homie. No, it's a lot of We're not we're not doing that for you. Yeah. And so I was like, Well, I didn't understand the the financial mm-hmm. thing. And, yeah. You know, it obviously if you once they explain to me, they're like, oh, there's all this additional paperwork, but this is the time military bank, so yes, they've exactly. opted not to do that. Yeah. Makes total sense, right? And if I was the military bank of a country, I wouldn't do that either. And so they took me to Bangkok Bank, of course. which said, oh, you would like, you're an American, you'd like to have a bank yeah. account? Please fill out these papers. Yeah. We got a branch in New York City, dude. Yeah. Yeah, so actually, if you're an American, you should have a Bangkok bank account simply for the fact that it's very cheap and easy to transfer cash because you have a U.S. routing number. <clears throat> yeah, so the ACH process, believe it or not, and, th- and to do that, you need a uh, <clears throat> you need a dual currency account, yep. right? So you tie and it, it doesn't really exist any longer. They don't really have that system anymore. You can't like ACH money into Bangkok Bank like you would ACH money from U.S. Bank to Bankok. No, but if you're getting bank of America, no, but if you were getting a like direct deposit from a U.S. Uh, company you can direct deposit directly into a bangkok bank account i do it with uh, do you use the ach routing number you us yeah. oh okay yeah. i thought you had to do swift code once no, you did no. that now if you have bangkok bank you can use the okay. routing number well that's good i mean i had that for a while and i had the the dual currency account and for like two three years and then i moved to cha am and i'm like you know what dude i've never used this us money just convert it all close the other account so no other bank has a no other thai bank has a branch in the us correct yes just bangkok so, bank. If you're gonna be, if you're an American or you're gonna be getting paid from an American company, okay. Bangkok bank account use the U.S. routing number and your Thai account number, and you're good to go. And then you basically have this uh, American currency, essentially in your Thai bank account so they, here. You, they'll convert it for you to. Oh, to you can bot. set it up. Yeah. To, okay, it's a slight fee, but it's still cheaper than Swift. Yeah, 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 for sure. Transfer wise is probably the way to go. Transfer wise is amazing. I moved like. You know, twenty thousand bucks over here, right? Because I was doing that investment in the company, and uh, and I did it in nine thousand dollar chunks. Mm. So each chunk was less than ten thousand. Not flagging exactly. Uh, yeah. And then when it was nine thousand, because the other, if you don't know, like what, on your income tax, you basically need to report. And again, this is a very soft thing. Anything over ten thousand dollars in aggregate, mm. like if you have five accounts with with two thousand dollars in each one, you got to mm. do it. So I wanted to make sure I always had less than $10,000 in any given day yeah. over in Thailand, basically in one account, and then I would transfer it. So I did that. And so to transfer $9,000, it cost me $150 in fees. Yeah. People might be like, oh my God, yeah, that's crazy. Yes, well, the exchange rate they gave me mm. was ridiculous. It was like literally 10% better than Bank of America. Nice. Which, of course, the fees are free, yeah. but the exchange rate is ridiculous. It was like 28 versus 31. Wow. Yeah, big Fuck. delta, yeah, right? Huge. So anyway. So I do that. So I, I agree with that. But um, 
Casacorn also provided me with great customer yeah, service. I have SCB. A lot of people hate on SCB. I've never had an issue with my SCB account. What sort of stories have you heard? I mean, for, from expats? Yeah, Not like yeah, a, yeah, from expats. A lot of people are like, oh, like the customer service is bad, or you call and you don't get an English speaker on the uh, international line. I've never had that yeah, happen to me. Yeah, me too. Sam Casacorn, press two for English. Yeah, and like usually it's, just, it's, it's usually a girl. Right, because yeah. just the way it unfolds. Well, here. sometimes when you press English, it's a it's a Philippine call center. Oh, is that why? Yeah. yeah. Like, Hello, sir. I'm yeah. like, oh, I know what that sound <laughs> is. <laughs> so yeah, usually, like, I've never had it happen where it wasn't a where it wasn't a, someone who spoke more than sufficient English yeah, for what I needed. Your, yeah. And I've never had, and like I've had stupid issues with uh, SCB. Like I've lost. I, I didn't take my uh, my debit card out of the machine on time. Yeah, sure, right. And it fucking ate my Sucks card. It. Yeah. And it was a, a non-SCB ATM. Right. And I was like, I'm an asshole. I lost my card. And she's like, oh, sir, you opened your account at this branch. Um, I'll send the, the notice now. Please go pick up your new card. Bring your passport. Yeah. Right? I'm like, thank you. Right? That's what, 300 body a year? No, I pay nothing. Do you, okay, so that's yeah. weird. So I pay like three hundred baht a year. I've noticed for my ATM Visa card thingy. I think it depends on like your your minimum balance. Type Probably, of thing. I have like the lowest version of the savings account. Like okay. I can't write checks or anything. Oh, like so that. I don't have checks either, but I have like uh, it, whatever whatever the I signed up for is free. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think like I have to like the minimum balance to maintain sure. is two thousand five hundred baht, right. sixty dollars. Yeah, exactly. If I were to dip below two thousand five hundred baht, they'd be like, hey. 24 baht a month or something yeah. like that. That's probably what, yeah, in fact, I think that's probably what that I did. I just said, well, just give me the, how much money do I have to put in? Oh, we can give you an account where there's no minimum balance, yeah. is what I heard. Yeah. I didn't hear, oh, and P.S., yeah. 10 bucks a year for the ATM, which is whatever, it's 10 yeah. bucks. But, you know, at the same time, like, to pay fees for something, I'm like, uh, if I could just keep my, yeah. and not that you really make interest, it's like 1%. Yeah, no, even. it's ridiculous, yeah. but whatever. But, so, you should definitely open a bank account in part of your transition, and like I said, if, if you plan to be paid from America... Bangkok Bank. But you're saying that the routing is no longer active? I was told that you can no longer do that, and you you can no longer use the... Um, well, the physical branch apparently is there, mm. but it's not like they have offices inside. No. So I... But again, I, well, I hadn't done staff. it. they do have staff. They have staff in New York. Yes, but it's not like they have, you know, like tellers and no, that sort no, of thing. No. There's no... It's not a retail bank. Exactly. It's not a retail bank. So, um, but again, that's what I had heard, yeah. but I hadn't tried it myself. I have absolutely ACH before when yeah. I got it. So I've done it as recently as, you know, a year ago. Yeah. So, I mean, they may have canceled it in the last year. I don't know. Mm. The bottom line is, is that, like you say, transfer wise, yeah. I mean, next, next finish. I do that on my phone less than 48 hours later. Yeah. I set it up. I had to pay a, uh, I had to pay a custom, I had to pay a, uh, a shop in England for a, an order I placed for, mm -hmm. for my scissors. Yeah. And uh, they couldn't do PayPal and because of okay. their uh, their wholesale. So I'm a wholesale buyer. Yeah. And they only take PayPal for retail orders. Fine. And they're on two separate billing. Mm -hmm. Fair enough. So I was okay. And, I was, and they, the way that they take bank transfer is only in sterling. Right, only in pounds. Okay, so British so you company went through TransferWise converted yeah. it. Yeah, and so to do that, it was cheaper, and the conversion rate was better mm -hmm. than doing it directly through my bank. Yeah, crazy, right? And so I was like, okay, so I saved like a hundred US dollars. Yeah, it's ridiculous, using right? TransferWise. Yeah, I'm like holy shit. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, Richard Branson, huge initial investor in that company. Really? Yeah, yeah I was a big great, fan. Great, great company, but that's definitely something if you transition here, 
to know. I think the other thing that we should really talk about is housing. Yeah, so, that's for sure. I mean, it's, again, a lot of people come here and they Airbnb yeah, for a month or two, which is fine initially. Expensive, it is, but you know, get your feet wet, as they say. Yeah, I, I think the other thing is knowing. Take time. Take that. You should like Airbnb for a month or two, and explore different neighborhoods. Yeah, because every neighborhood offers something different. And there are hundreds of neighborhoods in Bangkok. Yeah, Bangkok is gigantic. But basically, if you're a foreigner living here, you want to live on the Sukhumvit line. Right? I would completely agree with the, that. To me, the Silom line is really nice, but it might as well be America, given how often I go there. Right. And so, I would say that you probably want to live uh, less than about a ten minute walk. From if you're new here, yeah, you're, you're a new. veteran yeah. and you're living like 1.4 kilometers away. Yeah. I walk it. I like the walk, but there's also these <laughs> you, little buses. You, you walk from your place to my place, right? No, I've oh. been. I, I'm gonna actually on the way home. I'm gonna cruise down the side streets, okay? Because the back. But yeah, no, I literally I walk up to Punawiti, okay, and then I cruise over to Bang Chak, uh, obviously the yeah. one stop, and then I walk down. But yeah, I, I thought mean, you were walking like. Remember we talked about that side road? Yeah, like, I think you can cut through that. And there's like a little bridge, I think. Yeah, it cuts over the canal. Mm-hmm. So I walked that with my friend Troy the other night oh you didn't tell me so did you make it all the way over to uh no because was like a pack of dogs sleeping on the bridge and it was yeah like dark okay and it, was, it was like midnight when we went out eh, okay yeah and that's i'm like i don't want to wake these dogs totally, up over gonna... a fucking dirty ass mm, canal at yeah. midnight right 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 because so here's the th- like in bangkok like in patuntani street dogs will fucking chase you if you're on a scooter territorial fucking, yeah yeah in bangkok not the case there, there are street dogs soy dogs every fucking where yeah. they don't even bark no, if they you look at them, they're like, Ooh. yeah. Most of the time, they're like, I'm just trying to lay in front of the door of 7 Eleven yeah. so I get some cool air. Yeah. Leave me the fuck alone. And 7 Eleven will let the dogs walk inside. Like, it's. <laughs> and lay down. Yeah. I like, mean, they'll shoo them out, but. You know. Eventually. Yeah, yeah. But for the most part, like, I- I've seen when I lived in Patumtani, there was a 7 Eleven and the, the Slurpee machine would always drip. <laughs> and the fucking dog would come in and sure. lick, lick the yeah. Slurpee off the floor. And they're probably like, well, if I don't have to fucking clean it up, this yeah, is great. Exactly. <laughs> He's not making 300 baht a day, and <laughs> I don't have to do this. Yeah, this dog's got diabetes, whatever. <laughs> so I agree, right? You should live close to the BTS when you first get here. But spend, get an Airbnb for a month or two yeah. and visit the different neighborhoods. Like If you like music, you like going out, like, Tangla is probably a pretty good area for you because a lot of clubs, a lot of bars, a lot of live performance going on Yeah, depending over there. on your age and exactly what you like. If, if you're just like a straight-up dirty-ass sex pat, move to Asok or Nana mm-hmm. and just go smash prostitutes every night yeah. until you're broke. Right. Because those are the two areas you can do that pretty easily. Right? Soy Cowboy or, or Nana. The other um, thing, too, is if you live near the BTS, you put one of those dating app things on your phone. Yeah. And it, you, they, they, they won't ask you where you live. They'll say, what BTS stop are you near? Yeah. And then they'll just come to you. Yeah, very much. So to speak. So, so I've heard. Yeah. So Asking for a friend. Yeah, and then, but a car, of course, is also your budgetary concern. So I would say from Siam Square going out uh, to the north part of the city to a Victory Monument and then... Uh, coming this way to Asok, uh, in you know, I, I would say actually out to Tonglaw, Ekamai, those are like the really exp- yeah. the more expensive areas. Yeah. So like I've lived in Asok before at a dope place, but it just it what one I, I needed more space and two the vibe in Asok wasn't really what I wanted to live. It's around. not as Thai. It, it's not as Thai, and also it's like I lived there because it was close to a client. Of course, right, and I could walk to their office, but. You know, I wouldn't choose to live in Asok if I if I could pick anywhere to live in the city. The the chunk 
of stops that I live in now is probably my first choice. The other thing I would say is that as far as like the, you know, obviously there's more um, expat areas, yeah. right? I mean, if you walk down um, basically from Sukhumvit, if you walk down all the way to the top of, say, Lumpini, yeah. um, I mean, that reeks of expats. Well, that's Highest density Planche, right there. Yeah, exactly. Planche, Chitlom, yeah. And Chitlom, specifically, if you walk down that road, I mean, there's one, yeah. like, U.S. Chitlom and, so Chitlom and Planche, that's where the U.S. Embassy yeah. is. But also, yeah, a lot of Europeans live there. Tons of French, yeah. Very expensive area to live in, but some really amazing places to live. Yeah, and if you're living in a high-rent area in the United States, for example, like, yeah. if you're coming over from San Diego or, like, Boston, right, yeah. in New York City, and you come over here, you're like... Yeah, you guys said this was expensive. It's only two thousand dollars a yeah, month, yeah. but that's a shitload of money over here. Yeah, so for like, 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 like I, I've been in that two thousand dollar range. Like yeah. when, I, when I rented the penthouse sure. in uh, in Oslo, right, right, it's like two thousand a month, like a little bit less, sixty thousand yeah. baht. Um, but, but these guys who have lived here a while were like, God, that's a lot of money. Yeah, but you know, I was paying for location. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. Right? Sure. The size, obviously, it was big. Yeah. About half the size of where I live now. Show Three off. times the cost. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, but location, dude. Yeah. I mean, you could spit to the freaking BTS. No, I was between the BTS and MRT. Yeah. So I could go anywhere. It, literally anywhere. Anywhere. Yeah, absolutely. And so, good thing, you know, and I was also walking distance to Paula. Mm-hmm. There you, you go. Know, Which is the best pizza place in best town. Best pizza place in the world. So I hear. In the world. Yeah. You've, you've taken me there. We have to try some other places. No, there's but. no other places to try. So don't even I, waste I your time. I want to. I don't necessarily want to always... There, there are actually no other pizza places in Bangkok <laughs> because Paula is so good. The rest All of them, of them have them closed, have closed down. down. Now that there's no foreigners to go to these places. That is gourmet pizza. How much did we spend eating there for lunch? Easily 2000 No, baht. no. It was at Paula? Yeah. Maybe because uh, you had like two orders. Maybe, then, well, I got what the soup. The portions are. I, I got the. Uh, the yeah, pizza. and I got soup too. That's yeah. right. So it's probably like eighteen hundred. Yeah, it was almost. Yeah, I know we spent over two thousand at that Mexican place. Yeah, yeah. That was good Mexican food. No, not not for you. For me, it's okay Mexican food. Yeah, I mean, I was like, I will. It, it's not. It wasn't horrible. A Californian would not say that was good. Yeah, no, it, it was good. It was. I good. It wasn't that, great. I would say that's means. probably the. That's probably the best place for Mexican in Bangkok. The whole city, that's the best place? For the most part, yeah. Really? Yeah. Well, that bums me out. Yeah. Oh, well. All right, anyway. <laughs> well, because well, so Tex-Mex is like really the style. Nah, yeah, and that's bullshit. That's Mexican the style food. du jour here. That's not. Tex, the, it's called Tex-Mex yeah. because it's fucking Tex. Yeah. You, so, don't, you don't want Texican food. You want fucking Mexican so food. So here's it like, like Sunrise, I feel, yeah. is like much more of a Tex-Mex place. Okay. And so we went to uh, Cali Max. Yeah, right. Which isn't Tex Max, but it's not like really fresco Mexican. Mm-hmm. So it's somewhere. The in funny the thing about Cali Max, when you told me that's what it's called, that's yeah. actually the name of a chain of a real bunch of shitty grocery stores in Mexico. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> so I'm thinking, like, dude, seriously, you're taking me to, uh, to uh, Circle K, yeah. basically, is yeah. what I'm like, okay, I guess. I mean, Something's afoot at the Circle yeah. K. <laughs> so, but, and that was on Soy 11 as Thanks, well. Ted. but. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no problem, Bill. <laughs> but you know, there's uh there that that was okay place. But yeah, no, we Paula's not cheap, but it shouldn't be because it's so fucking good. It is it is really, really good, yes. I agree with you. And how good you had what, the Basciola with the sausage? Oh, and, I don't remember shit yeah. like that. I had good pizza. Don't yeah. forget when I got there, I'm like, what kind of pizza should I order? I was like this and this. You're like, I'm all right, done. Yeah. Because I mean at the end of the day, all I'm gonna just walk in and say, Give me a pepperoni pizza. Yeah. That is what oh, I Oh, you did. You got the pepper the Daviola. The, the Daviola. Yeah, yeah. But it's like Davi I'm like, what? No, no, no. Pepperoni. I'm it, not sophisticated, so you, dude. You, I just like good food. Other pizza places, you go there and like you'll see Ty's putting ketchup on pizza. Yeah. And so exactly. I was at Paula and the re- one of the reasons I know I love Paula and why they're the best. They were like, Don't. No, so, so someone asked for ketchup. Oh. And uh the waitress she's like 
mind me. Good. Don't have. Yeah. Right. Right. And they're, they're like, there's, like, there's no French fries on their menu. There's nothing oh. that would require ketchup. Got it. Okay. Fair enough. Right. Yeah. And so, the, mind me. So that's Paul. So okay. So you come over here and you're doing. But I will. I will tell you. I completely agree with the whole. Uh, you know, one month or two month in, yeah. in Airbnb because it's next next finish. Bam, and you find a place to go. The other nice thing is a lot of Airbnbs over here uh, traditionally tie owners. Yep. And locals usually speak pretty decent English. For the most part, yeah. They will give you a lot of great recommendations. Yeah, okay. For sure. And what you need to, what, what I believe is a, a smart thing to do, do not stay in your Airbnb and watch TV. No. Get out every single day. Who Get, would do that? Who would come to Bangkok and stay Friends there? of mine. He was on his <laughs> second day and he's like staying over off of the BTS in like Crown Point, Crown Plaza, something like this. I mean, yeah. ex- ex- expensive effectively, you know, like 3,000 baht a night kind of thing. And uh, and he's like, yeah, he's like, I'm on my second day here and I just can't get my internet to work. I'm like, dude, walk down to a 7-Eleven, yeah. ask any girl under 30 years old yeah. to do your cell phone for you, say, I need SIM, she will literally take care of it. Yeah. The person at behind the cash register yeah. will program your phone yes. with it. Just don't worry. Just hand them the money, hand them your passport, yeah. and hand them, you know. And so I, uh, guys make things more complicated. It, life is pretty easy here, but definitely talk about area that you live in. If you move to Bangkok, Find an area that you jive with that you love. I've actually lived in areas that are not on the BTS. Okay. So I lived in Pachani Wet, which is probably like if the train legitimately went there, they're mm. on that new fucked up extension that goes to Mochit too. Then you gotta take yeah. A what's bus. up with Mochit? It's green. That's bizarre. Why don't they just make it fucking Mochit? It's weird, but Pachani Wet is the nicest neighborhood. It's like such a. It's got tree lined streets. Really sidewalks you can walk on. Oh, we gotta put some. We'll we'll put the link to Google Maps in the show notes because yeah. I want to figure out what this place is. They're fucking beautiful. So I lived in a, a condo complex. It was a tops in the first building. There you go. So I could do all my grocery yeah. shopping. It was a great coffee shop called uh, V Cafe. Okay. The, the owner was a collector of like toys and knickknacks, so the whole shop was just filled with cool vintage toys and no, but I mean like he had like <laughs> seven hundred Popeye statues, okay. the same thing. Like you he sure just, he wasn't a scumbag? I mean Popeye statues in Cambodia. That just kind of says to me. No, he's not from Cambodia. All right, fair uh, enough. So yeah, he was a uh, he was a good dude. He had Darth good. Vader mask. Like, okay, yeah, uh, he yeah. just kicked it up a notch. Thank yeah. you for that. Yeah. That clarified it for me so right there. Gundam, like thirty Gundams on the wall. Uh, all you need is the one Darth Vader. You're good. Yeah, you're my buddy so, now. In good coffee, he would. Okay, he knew I like cold brew, so he goes out and he buys like a like a hundred dollar cold brew tower. Nice. He starts making ice drip coffee. Fucking customer service, right? Huge. Next level. Nice work. He would, like I come in, like he's giving me free snacks. Oh yeah, well yeah, of course, because you're yeah. buying cold brew, yeah, which is basically bean water that cost him a nickel to make. <laughs> you know, it takes like a day. It doesn't. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, there is the delta. So the hot coffee actually is even cheaper. Than, yeah. yeah, that's true. And then, you know, they've got to put the ice in and like it, you know time. Expensive. No, it's cheap. It's like local prices. Okay, uh, uh, rent. I apologize, sir. Oh, yeah. no, no, it was super cheap to rent there. It was okay, a little bit less than what I pay here. How far away was the closest BTS slash MRT? So that's the problem, right? Far? So you could go to Bangsa or you could go to Chatu uh, Chat. Okay, and it's like a uh, twenty-minute ride by scooter. Twenty minute on a scooter. Yeah, it takes me twenty minutes to walk here. Yeah. And one could argue that they would be like, why are you walking? Like, I, it tra- Jib is like, why the fuck are you walking? So why aren't you taking yeah. the sun? So it's, so it's so to go to Bongsa is quicker. It's like less than 10 minutes. Okay. Okay. But Bongsa is like, uh, this is before the extension on mm-hmm. the, to the went, MRT. Went there, yeah. yeah. And so you could go to, so I would have to go to, um, what was the old end of the uh, line? 
Um, MRT, I don't know. Yeah, I, I can't remember the name of the station off the top of my head. But, um, yeah, you could go there or you could go to, to Bonser and, you know, about 10 minutes. But to get to Chatucha, if you want to get right on the BTS, mm-hmm. you have to go to um, – oh, no, Bonser was the old end of the station. Yeah, Bonser is the end. So, no, then there was uh, – Tapoon was the, the extension. Yeah, Bang Bangwa is no, that's uh, the MR, is BTS. BTS yeah. Silom line. Right, right, right. No, so Bangser is the end was the end of the station, but then they opened Tapoon, which was a little closer. Yeah, right, okay. Um, but again, so, you have to get in a you have to get in a vehicle to get there in 10, 15, 20 minutes. Get on a scooter, yeah. Scooter, okay, yeah. And then to go to Chatuchat's like twenty minutes because you got to turn around on Wapavadi and yeah, and cut or, no, or cut through the the railway, which was scary as fuck. Some people might be like, "Oh my god, you guys are telling me about my dream neighborhood because it's not near that goddamn BTS or the MRT." You know, and so that people are some people are going to like that. So this is what I loved about that neighborhood is basically everything I wanted. The tops to do my grocery shopping. There was a night market right behind my condo building. Okay. So I could go out the back gate of my condo. Nah, right into it. Right into the Love night market. It. And so and like they all knew me. Like obviously everyone remembers the big foreigner. Yeah. Not a lot of foreigners live in there. Okay. I and, see. I like that. Yeah, it was great. There's like maybe three of us. Yes. And uh, the, I think I told you about the drunk Irish guy, the rig worker. Who would like be pass out drunk on a stool somewhere? Oh, the, the stool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember that story. Yeah. And, like he, I'd, I'd see him drinking with locals. Like he doesn't speak Thai. <laughs> oh, they must have. Like, oh yeah, ching. Yeah. Oh, sure. Dr- drinking black cock. Oh fuck. Where is that, by the way? Where, where is, is your big black? Yeah, cock? My, no, it's a little black cock. Usually you just like slop it down it here the in the table. fucking table, man. I don't it's know, just like it's, showing it's off. Mia, again. it's around here. Mother of God. So, I'm gonna jib is. Never mind. I'm not even gonna go there. Anyway, innuendo. So yeah, there's a night market right behind. Then there was a government sports center, um, which is like a, they had like a soccer field, okay. a running track, a weight room, really? a pool, an Olympic sized pool, and uh, they would teach like uh, Jib and I took a uh, ballroom dancing classes there. So kind of like the equivalent of maybe like a YMCA, like a big one. Yeah, but like like an outdoor soccer field. Oh, there's a basketball indoor basketball court with a okay. little stadium. Yeah. Um, yeah, they call the like government, like their government-run sports centers. So all you need is an ID. Like, you got you to pay the membership, which is for like thousand baht a year or something. Forty baht a year. Jesus Christ! <laughs> it cost them more money to administer that forty baht <laughs> to make that fucking <laughs> god. That's friggin' amazing. We thought uh, AIS Design Center at a thousand baht a year was free. Twelve hundred. Is yeah. it twelve hundred? Yeah, okay. twelve hundred. I, I got to go renew mine this week. But yeah, it's um. So it's forty baht a year to to basically use the running track. Awesome. Use the soccer field when there's not a game going on. Pool. Like, there's a pool, but you have to pay an extra fifteen baht every time you go swim. <laughs> Olympic sized pool. Which so you know is fifty cents. Yeah. yeah. There's free parking for cars and motorcycles. That's pretty nice. There's, there's an okay. So there's two weight rooms. There's the okay like kind of free weights area. Mm-hmm. Looks like a very typical Thai gym. Like outdoors? Yeah. Okay. It's, little, it's covered by nets. Yeah, right. Right, but it's outdoor, mm-hmm. essentially. Weights, you know, universal machine, all that. Okay. Standard crappy stuff, but right. good if you just want to lift heavy shit. But then there's another one. They have heavy shit. Okay. So that's the heavy shit room. Okay. But they have an other room with like really high end like uh, other equipment. Treadmills. Treadmills. Uh, arm. The arm. Got uh, it. Treadmill. Monitor your pulse then, and everything. Then like other machines for like hip mobility and like okay. ab exercises. Okay. And that's mostly like the older people go and use. Probably that. air conditioned. 
super air conditioned. Yeah. Um, and actually, it's it's nice because a lot of times they'll open the window, shut the aircon off, like uh, at night, breeze in, yeah. and put the uh, nice. fans on. Towels, water, the yeah, whole yeah. deal. But, yeah, but yeah. that's most of the time you would see like uh, older residents going in there, okay. and like using it very lightweight just to like get mobility. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you know, but they had treadmills in there, exercise bikes. They had a rower. Um, Jib and I took a ballroom dancing class yeah. for like a few months there and because jib used to be a competitive uh dance sport per the competitive dancer really? when she was in university yeah like solo or with, those, uh, with, with a partner teams. with a partner okay so like a ballroom or she did latin jazz all that wow. dancing and so not not the activity for me sure i get so it. i would want i'm a, a bit large right mm-hmm. and so it was, it was always kind of funny like uh me and jim like we were You'd switch partners and dance with other people at your level. Obviously, Jib's level was considerably yeah, above mine. <laughs> um, and the teacher would always have like a fun time with me, like trying to explain like the foot movements. Yeah. But uh, I would leave there because you wear heels on your shoes when you dance. Even, Even guys, yeah. really. So it's like a like an inch and a half heel. So you're like six four. Yeah, with the, <laughs> these heels on. But I would leave there, and they're, they're really soft, like felt soles. Mm-hmm. I would leave there, like feeling like I just had the worst leg workout ever. Yeah, like my, right. My legs would be shot. Right, calf, and yeah. Yeah, and so we did that for like six months. But I just I couldn't keep up with yeah, it. Like, right. it, like I, I was getting killed, but it was sure. free. Yeah, it's cool. Nice. And then you could do. They had free Zumba classes every night. Gracie does Zumba at home. Yeah. So yeah. They, they they have in Thailand. You'll see this at parks a lot. They'll have like a trainer come out. Yes. And do like a mass Zumba class. Right. And it's always free. Yeah. And so Lumpini. And here's the yeah. other thing in Thailand. Another thing that you'll notice when you first move here is there's all these little sort of physical fitness areas along the road or mm-hmm. like next to a park. Yeah. And you'll see old people in the morning totally. go out and they'll. They've got like you know it's all like body weight equipment, but you know they're, they're going out there, they're moving, they're they're doing stuff, and that that's what they're there for. I love seeing that, by the way. Yeah, it's great. I mean, because it, dude, it's a hundred degrees outside. Yeah, and I know you've been to <laughs> Lumpini a lot. I'm Big sure you've fan. seen people exercising out Lumpini. Yep. What's the one that's near uh, Emporium? What's that? What's that park called? Oh, uh, so there's two with very similar names. Is it Benjamet or Benjamedi? Benjakriti yeah. is the one down a soak. Yeah, uh, Queen Circuit. Queen. Is that open again? Yeah, yeah they're all open. That well, one, I mean, they're doing construction. So right? the, the they they oval. were dredging it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like right down the street from where you used to live, right? The penthouse? Yeah, it's right across the street. Yeah, right. That's great so over it's there. Funny. I found one of my old YouTube videos where I went to uh, the first government tech conference. Was that Queen Circuit? Okay. Like four years ago, five years ago. And you're talking about Queen Circuit Convention Center? Queen Circuit Convention okay, Center. Yeah, right. and, which is also at Queen Circuit, MRT, right. obviously. And uh, I, I did a, I shot a time lapse in front of the convention center. My the oh, building cool. I would nice. end up living in the penthouse of yeah. was in the middle of the time lapse. Very so nice. Cool. But, Probably put that in the show notes. Yeah, show notes. Yeah, I'll, throw, I'll throw that video down. <laughs> you can check that out. But that was actually the first government. That's when the government was doing their big push. And uh, but it was only for Thai startups. It was like one of the only huh. foreigners there. The prime minister was there. Nice work. Yeah, it's good. And uh, all right, very interesting. So we're Bangkok strange. So the, a lot of what we're talking about really is just like acclimating to sort of the local culture. Yeah, right. Checking it out to the strange shit. To the strange. Now let's talk about the strange shit because you're gonna like walk down the street and see someone doing something bizarre. Well, let's talk about coffee real quick. Okay, fair enough. Thai coffee, and we'll do a whole Which other episode is on superior. Thai coffee. Superior. To U.S. coffee. So Thai local coffee. Avoid Starbucks, no matter what country you're <laughs> no in. No shit. And Starbucks here is more expensive than yeah. the U.S. Buy their stock if you want. That's fine. Yeah. Make some money. But Stock's do not b- bump buy their products. So, 
Well, no, don't don't say that till I sell my stock. <laughs> <laughs> so, he, espresso culture dominates coffee here, mm-hmm. right? And so, nine out of ten times that you're in a coffee place, just a regular black coffee is an americano. Yeah, basically. So, espresso with water and ice, yep. or with water or with water and ice. Mm-hmm. So. Be ready for that. Understand that there's very even Starbucks. Like if you order a brewed coffee, which is on the menu, they have to make it. Yeah, because not enough people order it. Yeah, they don't have like the whole drip. The, the giant. What is it uh, the, with the silver? Yeah, what the, is the, the one the, the company big, that uh, makes coffee made or yeah. Mister Coffee? Oh, but <laughs> so yeah. So be ready for that. But then also, like it's very common to see like uh, little coffee stands. Around oh the, the, like the with the carnation sign yeah uh, with the umbrella and, and so everything that's usually that. three and one oh. no 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 you're talking about the sock no that's coffee boron you t- right right but, right but, but if you just order like a quick takeaway oh yeah from yeah, yeah, a lot yeah, of those yeah. places right. the three like a like a instant coffee however so you met my sewing teacher today crew ying yeah her sister owns a place called coffee stand near here it's in onna okay awesome yeah on the way it's um, actually between onna and um here probably okay. So coffee stand. Yeah, it's like it's like literally in the parking lot of like a condo. Okay. But she actually makes like legit like pour over coffee or good for her. like it's a really good coffee. That's why when she was joking, like uh, oh like as good as like her sisters are like, eh, uh, not, uh, not that it's, good. It's giving her a hard time. Expensive? No, it's like local price. Twenty baht? No, like forty baht. Okay. For like a decent coffee. Yeah, that's seven eleven prices yeah. is forty baht. Yeah, and so like you can get the coffee baron is like cafe baron is like twenty baht, thirty baht. Yes. And unless you get it like Thai style with like condensed milk I and like that. the the diabetes cup. Yeah, and they so put it's, like the it's s- milk, condensed milk, more condensed milk on top, and a little bit of sugar. Yes, and that's like fifty baht. And it still tastes like really strong freaking coffee. coffee. <laughs> yeah, because it pours out of this like black. Yeah, but I mean it is black when it pours out through a sock. It is just excellent, and it's. Um, Robusta beans. Yes, I do not. Once I had a robusta beans, I was all about that because I'm, it's arabica in the U.S. I love US. the arabica. I know you do. Thai arabica, man, that's the way to go. What is this little? Uh, as an aside, do you have like this little get together contest global thing going on with your coffee? What's what's happening? With oh yeah, that? so that's um, what's well, James Hoffman, famous YouTuber, former barista world champion. He's okay. in England. He owns a company called Square Mile. And they're doing the the world's largest coffee tasting. Yeah, it's in October. You can come if you want. Come by. But it's like everyone in the world at like ten. It'll it, be nine p.m. Okay. Bangkok time. Nine p.m. Bangkok time, yeah. which is whatever other. Yeah. And everyone at that time tastes the same coffee, and then you talk about it on the forum. Okay, got it. And discuss like the tasting notes, and they yeah. even send you the water to make the coffee. Yeah. With. See, that is like I mean that, that you are obviously like I don't know. I guess you're not a barista because that's no. someone who makes it, but yeah. you're like obviously a coffee connoisseur for lack of. A better uh, I, word. I'm a fan. You're a fan. Uh, well, you're a big fan. I'm a fan I, of coffee. I like buying it and consuming it. That's about as far as I go. Uh, so do I. Yeah, but you know all of this. I'm like, hey, lady, pour that black shit over some ice. Let's go. So like, I, I had a meeting yesterday, coffee with a uh, to talk with someone over coffee, and uh, you were so, over in Ekamai, weren't you? Yeah. Any Ekamai's good ones over there? there? U- UCC. Okay. And so that's one of the few shops in Bangkok that does immersion brews. Okay. Which is how I like coffee. Yep. And so they do French press and uh, siphon. Okay. And siphon is, is you. So with French press, obviously your thermal mass is mm-hmm. dropping in temperature while you're you're doing the immersion. With siphon, it's not because you're constantly heating to keep the water up with the pressure. Oh, okay. And so it's a constant pressure um, 
uh, immersion, which is interesting. And this is where, like, is it how far down Akamai? No, it's right in Akamai Gateway. Oh, okay. It's like you walk Which in is through, a mall, by the way. Yeah, it's a mall. Everything's a mall. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. You walk into Akamai Gateway, and it's right there on your right. Walk in from, from the, BTS. the BTS. Okay, so like level two. Yeah, it's turn right, boom. Okay. Right UCC. UCC, awesome. And so I got the, the Thai honey bourbon uh, coffee, which is quite nice. It's a, It's got a... It's a honey process, and it has uh, notes of, it has earthy notes, a little bit of bourbon, some sweetness. Nice. Yeah, it's a very interesting coffee. I it want... doesn't really have bourbon in it, just so you know. Uh, trust me, I would have asked. <laughs> but one of the things I think is really interesting is that, you know, I mean, this is the kind of discussion. We could be having this discussion if we were doing this podcast in Boston. Yeah. And I want to highlight that because if you come over to this country, well, first of all, you've got to, don't move here. after. Don't, don't move to Boston. Don't, first of all, don't move to Boston. Secondarily, <laughs> do not move to Thailand after, b- before coming to Thailand. Yeah. Come okay. to Thailand and check it out. And I would argue that that's great advice no matter what the other country is that you're going to. Here, unless you are super versed in international travel. Here's the other thing. Let me, let me throw this out there because Thailand does offer a lot of everything. And so there's, there's essentially... Everywhere you go in Thailand is going to be tropical, but there is something for everyone here. Agreed. So I love big city life. Like I, I couldn't live anywhere other than Bangkok. So, and I often say I, Bangkok is the greatest city in the world. Mm-hmm. You know, KL is Kuala Lumpur, Malaysia, definitely my second home. Okay. I love it. Um, you know, and I, I've lived in you know big cities in the U.S., small cities, medium cities. Nothing beats Bangkok. New York has nothing on Bangkok. So here's what's crazy. I am not a big city guy. You are not. I fucking love Bangkok. Yeah. Absolutely. I would, again, you and I have debated this very slightly in the sense that you because say- Because there's no debate. <laughs> because you say it is the best city in the entire world. Yeah. And I've always thought, okay, I mean, for me it is. Yeah. Agreed. But I would, I would guess that there's got to be other metrics that people believe it's not the best city so, in the so world. So let me ask you this. Clean, cheap. No, public, I, readily available public transportation. Again, do, we, do we have it? Again, for me, I agree. World class food. Yeah, cheap and expensive. Cheap and expensive. You, you, there is no food you cannot get yeah. in Thailand. And, like, in Bangkok, street certainly. food. When you first move here, you will get sick. Oh. Just know uh, you, you I, will. I never have. I, I get sick every month. What? Yeah. Still? Yeah, yeah. What the hell's wrong with you? What are you eating? <laughs> Random shit. No, dude, because here's the thing. I've, I've made this statement, and you want to talk about the best, like, no debate about yeah. it. The best food in the entire world is made on the sidewalk in yeah. in, in Thailand. That's, and, you know, yeah, I, I might have a weak constitution, but I will not stop eating street food because- like, No that, way. One, it's less than a dollar. Yes. Yeah. And two, actually, portion. most time I get sick, it's probably from restaurants. Yeah. And so, you no, know what? No, I've heard that. No, what I think it is, too, is that- you, you know, I'm extremely lactose intolerant. Yeah, so you've got, you're and a little so sensitive. Yeah. If, if I get anything with lactose in sure, it. Sure, you're, you're all done. I'm done. Yeah, yeah. And so, like, I go somewhere and they put a little bit of milk powder in their bread. Mm, yeah, game I'm over. fucked. Okay, yeah. But here, here's the thing. You're not getting sick because it's bad food. No. You're getting sick because you are allergic here's to. Here's the thing. You get street food, it's cooked, right? It's it's cl- and it's fresh it's sanitized and it's they fresh. don't have any refrigeration no. at their little thing they've got that enough vegetables for that day yeah and you see the vegetables they're using they're fresh they're green they're clean yeah they're crisp right and i the, the air the air cured meat is a different story yeah but. i mean look, yeah the, the <laughs> yeah but yeah, look we, we dry age beef in america why the, can't we dry age chicken in the, on the street side the bus is <laughs> driving by arguably the you know filtration system on the yeah. exhaust isn't necessarily up to california standards They're definitely not so i get that but the point is is that well, you don't have those plumes of black <laughs> coming out of vehicles <laughs> 
<laughs> when I was when we were kids, right, and the and and the the trucks would drive by and they'd like downshift, yeah, huge plume, yeah, black smoke. You do that in California, people, are like, hey, 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 call the police. Yeah, they start like clubbing you with a friggin' seal because it's dolphin safe. <laughs> it's dolphin safe. As long as it's dolphin so, safe. Here's the thing, right? The, the street food. You, if if you ask me ten times, what do I want to eat? Nine times out of ten, it'll be street food all day long. All day long, and. This is the thing. Thai food, obviously spicy. I love spicy food. Yep. It's good for you. You can get it without spice. Just so you're, yeah. it, it's still spicy if yeah. you say, True. My, my pet. Yeah. So the first words you'll learn are probably about food, right? How to order pet or my pet. Spicy, not spicy. Um, rice, rice, chicken. cow, yeah, guy, right. you know, egg, kai. And here's the other thing. Fucking, I don't even eat eggs, but the way Thais cook eggs, it's got to be goddamn perfect. You're talking about like when they put it in the oil yeah. and it's like they basically it's, make it sunny side up-ish? So it's sunny side up, but the bottom is like a golden brown yeah. crispy. No, yeah. That, that's going to be the perfect egg. I would submit moving to this country, you're going to make statements like I just made and you just made, which is I'm not normally a insert something I dislike yeah. here, but in Thailand, I fucking love big yeah. cities. I yeah. love eggs. I don't like dessert, but I'll eat Kanye Makmur all yeah. day fucking long. No, mango, sticky. People, if you go to someone in the United States, say, "What do you want? What do you want for dessert?" I don't know. Something with rice. Yeah. You're like, what the fuck? What are you poor? What yeah. the hell's your problem? <laughs> yeah, Best the, goddamn dessert in the whole world sticky, is mango sticky rice. Sticky rice that's been drenched. Yes, it's been bathed. Be. Yeah, <laughs> bathed. And so actually, that sticky rice is cooked in this coconut milk. Right. Coconut milk with salt and sugar. Game over. Game over. I will eat that. Then. You put the ripest, juiciest, most delicious mango, basically a chunk of sunshine yeah. on top of the sticky right. rice. Then you sprinkle just a little bit of these these pan-fried mung beans on top of that. And then you give it an additional drenching in that same <laughs> coconut cream that is then a with salt and sugar. Yeah. And you eat that one spoon at a time. You just... You're in heaven. And you paid $2, maybe. Max. Maybe. That's if you're at like a high-end restaurant. That's it, like, yeah, exactly. If you're at like Siam Paragon. I'm buying it on the street for 40 bucks yeah, no, all day. It, yeah. And all day long. Here's the thing is they'll is they'll is they'll they'll feel or they'll touch the mangoes yeah. that are in front of them, right? And I've never gotten one that's bruised. No. I've never gotten one that's got even like, you know, like a brownish thing in it. No. And they're not picking these out of a factory. They just yeah. picked these off the street yeah. 20 hours ago. Yeah. And they came to a central location and all these people got up at three in so the morning. You, if you go around in the morning, you'll see the trucks driving around with the fruit. Oh, yeah. And all the all the places or like Stacked the vegetables. They, this... They've got the vegetables in yes. there. And everyone who has a shop, they all oh, take this, take this. Yeah. And you, you get what you get. And it's always fresh. It came from the farm that day. It's not like America where they picked it 14 days ago Threw it in the back of a refrigerator truck, drove it across yeah. the fucking country. And it ripens. And it ripens as, as it, it arrives. Yeah. yeah. No, none of that. And it tastes. Dude, the tomatoes over here? Amazing. Tomatoes on a Burger King burger here yeah. taste fantastic. Out of this world. Out of this world. Now, and, you know, everything, like, you know, so obviously they're like spinach isn't the same here. Kale isn't the same here. But, you know, they have a lot of leafy greens, if that's what you're into. Apples are pretty good here. Apples are good. But the, the fruit game here, apples are probably the worst fruit from Thailand, in no, my opinion. No, dragon fruit's disgusting. It's, it's a waste. Dude, that's one of my favorite fruits. It doesn't taste like anything. It tastes amazing. It's fucking white with the dots in it. And it looks neat on the outside. Then you open up, you're like, what the it's Christ? Got a, it's got a subtle sweetness to it. It's got it's a nice subtle. texture. <laughs> this, that's an understand. I mean, it, it's, it, that's not there. It have doesn't you, have any taste. Have you ever it. had the red 
dragon fruit? No, I've only had the white ones, to be fair, so, so I will throw not, that out there. Not much difference in the flavor. Yeah. But the red ones, first time I ever ate the red dragon fruit, I ate like maybe four of them, right? Okay. Like in one so sitting. I, I love dragon clearly, fruit, Clearly, yeah. And so... Fucking we will go somewhere, and you can order dragon fruit from this little... Yeah. And to be fair... All this fruit that he's talking about, you can order from a like container yeah, that's being pushed a, a down the street, tank, a fish tank filled with ice, ice, filled with ice, and the freshest friggin' food. They they cut it for you right there. Put a stick yeah, in the bag. They did. Hey, yeah, here you go. So twenty bucks. So I ate like four of these dragon fruit, <laughs> not realizing. And so the next day, I'm, I'm on the toilet, and I look down, and the fucking bowl's just full of red. And you're like, oh my god, I'm my like, colon. Yeah, I'm like, my colon is yeah. fucking ruptured. So I'm dying. Right. I'm fucking on the phone. I was up country, so I'm messaging with Jib. Yeah. This is like, we had been dating like like six months. Dear Jib, hi. Yeah. It's I'm like, Dana. I'm like, oh, I'm fucking. I'm taking a shit. And... I'm, like, I'm like, I think I'm dying. I'm like bleeding out of my ass. I'm, I'm gonna yeah. die. I go to the hospital. She's like, wait, didn't you have red dragon fruit yesterday? Awesome. Like, she just nails it right there. I'm like, yeah. She's like, yeah, no, that, that's what happens. <laughs> it's just like blood red in the entire bowl. That's like, fantastic. oh, I'm fucking dying. <laughs> I'm dying. I'm not gonna do it. I'm, like, I'm gonna fucking like I'm done. I'm gonna die up up fucking country, fucking Thailand. So we've been here a while. Yeah. I consider myself not this. I mean, I it, it's true. I have not lived here continuously as long yeah. as you have. But I've been here long enough. I feel like I can be part of the Bangkok community and have been quite easily. Obviously, we're very pro Thailand. Yeah, there's some imperfection here or whatever. No, but nothing's perfect. Totally. But I would but you highly. Know we don't have Trump. No, we don't. Look, here's the thing. We don't have any nonsense like that. Yeah. Because even if we were to obsess about the news about the government or the leadership what what, what, what are we going to do vote we're going to nah. write our congressman over in bang nah? i don't no. i don't understand the the foreigner there are a lot of foreigners who start to take the the political situation and really personally that's what i wanted to touch on is yeah. if you come over here i highly encourage you if you start getting like irritable or yeah. you start finding all the negative things about thailand well the short answer is get the fuck out yeah Second is don't talk to us because yeah. you're going to get smacked in the face and exactly. he's gonna, you're going to be shitting red whether you eat freaking dragon fruit or not. <laughs> like There are a lot of people who are like, oh, it's hot. Like, there was a guy who I know, we called him Bareback Walsh because he had a tendency to have unprotected sex with prostitutes. But, <laughs> no judgment. Uh, no judgment. Yeah. Tony would support that. Absolutely. Yeah. Why didn't he have a kid with her? <laughs> Come on. Exactly. Come on. Submit. <laughs> so he was freaking out when... When the uh, whole lockdown thing was about to happen, okay. he thinks that Thailand's gonna. He, he's like they're gonna go into, you know, huge depression era economic downturn. They're gonna be killing foreigners in the oh, street. Oh Jesus! Like what Christ. fucking country do you live in? Because uh, how like, long have he been here? He's been here like two years. Come but, on, you know it backwards so, by so two years. This is a dude though. He came here and he basically went on a two-year bender. Like I said, having sex bat, having unprotected sex with. He had a, a bar girl girlfriend. Who was living with him? And he would go out and have sex and, with other people. Yeah, and he left. He came <laughs> here with his bother. wife. He came with his wife as kid, and they, he left him for 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 an ugly bar girl. Ugly See that bar. I don't get. Here's the other thing too. You come over here and you are not dating like at least a seven, an eight. Find a good male friend yeah. and get your shit together, big time. Because big time. it is not difficult to date. No, and you do not need to date anywhere below what you have to do in the U.S. No, and he, the other thing is, like, one, the dating pool is skewed because there's more women here yeah, than men to anyway. Begin with, right. So if you're a guy, and if you're a white woman, you come here, I've talked to, I've got friends who are, yeah, are women expats. Dating is, 
difficult for yeah. some of them. Not for others, though. No, I get it. It sure, depends yeah. on what you, what you want. What you want, right? But at the same time, and also like if you if you, you definitely have to have more language proficiency as a, as a woman. Like dating. Yeah, you can get away with a lot of uh, just sort of uh, basics here. And the other thing, too, is that a lot of times, at least in my experience, you start dating a Thai woman, she's actually going to help you with the basics. Yeah. She doesn't necessarily want you to be able to understand everything she and her girlfriends say. Uh, but the, here's the problem. Like, so, like, Jib speaks perfect English. Yeah. Right? So, like, I, I never learned Thai with Jib because she's like, oh, I'm just going to fucking talk to you in English. Dude, this, I go over to the Philippines. People yeah. are like, oh, do you know Tagalog? And I'm like, dude, everywhere I go, they take one look at this. Yeah. And they're like, he speaks English. Yeah. So do we because we learned it in five years old. Yeah, because we're Filipinos. And so. we're going to start working in as nurses real soon and start banging the shit out of Danis. Because <laughs> yeah. that's their fucking <laughs> lifetime goal. But now Filipinos are teachers in the U.S. Well, you know, they're probably banging some little little Danas running all over the United States. There's probably a bunch of Danas running all over the place from that hospital. There's a bunch of, uh, luckily no, (laughs) Uh, there's uh, there's a bunch of Filipinos going over to teach in like the Midwest in the U.S. where they can't afford, they can't can't attract American teachers to live in like remote communities. Yeah, no, that makes sense. And Filipinos like $30,000 a year to live in the wintertime in America? Fuck yeah. Yeah, wait, hold on. Like 90% of what I make I can send back to my family, my yeah. entire family, OFW. I mean, oh, and they're also like, wait, so I get to live in America. For, I think they get four year visas, like two and two on that. <laughs> Good job. They're like, four years, I get to teach in America, get experience, get to live somewhere where it's fucking. I get the summers off. Yeah. And get to go to like Wyoming, where it's like, live yeah. where it's like, nowhere I would see in the Philippines. Right. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It, yes. America has a lot. Yeah. And then they're like, and there's like seven other Filipinos teaching at the same school. We're Fuck all going to be yeah. sleeping together anyway, <laughs> living together. At yeah. least. Maybe they may not be sleeping. They'll probably be sleeping with Dana, but they, you know, they'll be staying. Well, one or two at a time. It depends. Sure, well, I mean, you know, let's face it. They're so small. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, it's like how many dragon fruits do you have when you sit down? Four, clearly, yeah. minimum. Minimum. So I, I, I've had fit two in my bed previously, but I could definitely fit more. You know, not, not there's anything there wrong with that. But you know, I, I was saying that uh, in Thailand, though, there, there is something for everyone. Like, you're not a city guy. You love the beach. Yeah. Right? So y- you've gone to Phuket. You've gone to Koh Phangan. You've gone to Samui, Samet, yep. all these places. Koh Si Chang, yeah. real close by. The yeah. closest island to Bangkok. So there are a lot of... There are a lot of beach communities, Hoi Hin, you know, places that you can live very comfortably on the beach at a fraction what it would no, cost to live in San just, Diego. I can't even imagine, yeah. And some much nicer beaches in San Diego, Big I'd imagine. Time. Yeah, yeah. Now, if you don't like the city, you don't like the beach, there's always the mountains and the wilderness of the north. Yeah. Chiang Mai is a popular destination for digital nomads, we'll call them. Mm. Basically scumbags yeah. uh, who don't work right. and want to live somewhere for like five bucks a month. Yeah. The only ways they make money is basically making videos convincing other people that they're going to make money. <laughs> there are people who do. I, I have friends who live in Chiang Mai who run legitimate businesses. Like online I, businesses? Li- online, like legitimate online businesses okay. and... Or also, like, I have friends who are professional fighters who live in Shanghai. Oh, okay. Well, or, that's, like, yeah. People who work online in other respects, they just love living there. Yeah. And so I feel bad when I when I umbrella everyone under that term. But no, you I, don't. I really don't feel you bad. You love umbrella. I mean, every single human male that has yeah. ever gone to Cambodia yeah. clearly is fucking scumbag. Except, scumbag. Except for you, the one time when you were there accidentally. Yeah, and got arrested. Yeah. So you get arrested and you're in jail in Cambodia. But everyone else is a scumbag. Let's be clear yeah. on the tone of this fucking podcast. I give, I'm going to give myself a pass on that. Obviously. <laughs> everyone else, though. No one else gets no, a pass. No, they all suck ass. If Mike goes there for like a quick trip, I might give him a pass. Yeah, I doubt it. We'll be doing a live stream you'll be like so mike what are you getting jerked off by a fucking tiny nine-year-old or something right now 
<laughs> I might do that. Like, yes, I'm in Cambodia. That's only that's the only thing that happens over the, here. The, it was on the menu. Yeah, it's not like the economy's grown eight percent a year for the last ten years. I every the, year. I got that and fried rice. Yeah, exactly. Same <laughs> that, yeah, yeah and, a, and a great pizza with fucking marijuana yeah. in oh, it. Oh yeah, they got the happy pizza there. So I am staying away from that yeah, fucking pizza. We, I will never eat pizza in Cambodia. Too afraid. Yeah, you know, I, I, like, edibles, man, they fuck me up lately. Like, I used to, I used to really enjoy edibles and relax me. Now it's like my blood pressure drops too much. I fucking, I get dry mouth. It's not an enjoyable experience for Good. me anymore. Yeah, but see, here's the deal: you have that experience, and you're like, well, I guess I just won't do these anymore. Yeah. <laughs> no, with me, it is at either 150 percent abstinence, yeah, or 180 degree. I mean, 110 percent, 80 miles an hour in the absolute worst direction. Yeah. So I, I stay away. I've never had an edible, and I'm not about to have one anymore. Yeah, no. So. I, 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 I said my, my experience, like, actually, I had like two edible. Uh, my friend gave me two chocolates. He's like, these are five milligrams each. Oh, is this the New Year's Eve experience with no, Eric? No, no, no. That was Bear. Okay, with Bear. Er, Eric, no. Eric gave me the two chocolates. Okay, all right. Got and it. And he's like, these are five milligrams each. And I tried them, and I'm like, so I'm like, usually like 10 milligrams is like pretty like decent trip. For you. Yeah, for me. Okay. And I was like, yeah, you know. I ate, I ate both, and I'm like, all right, no big deal. Mm. I was out of my, I thought I was dying. I literally thought I was having a heart attack. My 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 watch is, like, pinging. My heart rate's at, like, 160. From marijuana? Yeah, so apparently, so what happens is your your, your heart rate does generally go up a little bit because your blood pressure will drop. Okay, fair enough. So it's right, trying so to compensate. It, it relaxes you. Your blood pressure drops. Yeah. And maybe you see, like, a... Five beat per minute, ten beat per minute. So yeah, like, yeah. my blood pressure must have tanked. Actually, my blood pressure. I was hooked up to my blood pressure cuff. And I had my fucking who my heart rate okay. monitor on. I'm like, I'm fucking freaking. I'm yeah. gonna die. That's I'm gonna not have how a fucking heart attack. This. this is not. This is not enjoyable behavior. <laughs> no. Is what I'm seeing. No, it's not. It's not enjoyable. So not you, happening. So yeah, I would usually do like a drop of like oil. Okay. Like, like if. Like I just want to like relax chill, right, and chill, sure. or like have like a ten milligram cookie, like no big deal. Okay. Like back in the day, but not now. Not now. No, no. Fuck that. And my mouth was dry. Ah, yeah. See, there. that's just not enjoyable. There's that's no, not no enjoyability. I fell asleep, and then I woke up thinking I was having a heart attack again. Like not not a good time. You know, I think one of the things really. I mean, obviously, it's I, I would eat that pizza though. I, <laughs> Good. The next time we go traveling in Cambodia, I'll bring a fucking b- blood, blood pressure, pressure cuff, cuff, and I'll be like, "Okay, dude, you got the software downloaded on your iPhone? Because you got to have the remote. We got to work this out." Yeah, you eat this pizza. I'll be sitting over here with a diet coke. Well, also, so now I think what I think is like the oils that you get today, the, the extracted oils are just like such high concentration, and like when they're like, "Oh, it's five milligrams," they don't know. Oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Well, that's the I thing, especially this, over here, it's not like it's from, regulated. Some, right? some Thai chick from that worked at a university in a chemistry yeah. lab. Yeah, I'm sure she knows what she's doing, but she's not. Like, she, yeah, five milligrams. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So here's something I would say if you're coming over here and you're gonna, even if this is your first day as a tourist or you're gonna live here long term, don't do drugs in Thailand. Yeah. Don't. I mean, look at dude. If you've lived here a long time and you got buddies, fine. But I would highly encourage you to find anything else to mul- to alter your mood if that's yeah. what you want to do. Do not do illegal narcotics. Yeah, definitely don't get caught doing it. Jesus Christ. So the other thing, so yeah, definitely don't get caught doing illegal narcotics. Yeah, not, not a good look. No. And Because uh, they'll be psyched. They'll be like, oh, he's a foreigner. Yeah. We're going to put this motherfucker on Bangkok Post now. Yeah. Oh, you're, you're gonna Long before up, his trial. You're going to end up paying a lot of money. You probably won't go to jail. You, it depends. Like, you, get caught, you get caught with a gram of Coke. They'll just want your cash. They'll just want your cash. You get caught with a dime of, of marijuana. 
not a big deal. You get caught with a kilo of coke, yeah, you're probably you're like in a, deep shit. Ass rape prison, like yeah. uh, prayer before dawn style. Yeah, full on prayer before dawn. Yeah, dude. Yeah. That is just double whew. double pen anal in the pen. If you need to watch a movie to convince you to not do drugs in Thailand, watch that one. Yeah. Unless you have this big desire to be raped by AIDS victims. Yeah. That yeah. is just bad news bears. That, 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 that was a crazy, like, realistic, like, like the grittiness of that scene. Like, obviously, in my mind, like, the, the one prison scene before I watched that movie that was always in my mind was um, American History X. Right, I and don't know that one. With uh, Edward Norton? No. I know Edward Norton, yeah. but I don't know that movie. Uh, okay, I'll have to watch it tonight. A Avery Brooks was also in that. It's on Netflix. Great movie. Great. Done. Um, but fantastic movie about like racism and like uh, white supremacy in America. Okay. And like the underlying tones of racism and like how it festers like, mm. multi-generationally. But there's a, a rape scene in that movie, but it's it's kind of stylized. You can tell it's Hollywood. It's Hollywood. Yeah, got it. But Prayer Before Dawn is no. It's no. like it's like you hear the thigh slapping on the ass, dude. It, like it's like, and then the dude is like freaking out. Yeah, I mean, talk about a great actor. Yeah, because you're looking at his face. Yeah. And you're like, okay, the only way you make that face is, is if, if this is happening to you're you. You're literally watching a dude get raped two feet away from you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and it I mean, I would think for the extras, they probably just went into a prison yeah. and said, Hey, anyone here that like, you know, basically kills people and rapes people yeah. for a living, come with me, I'll give you a hundred bucks. Yeah. Just do what you normally do on a Thursday. Yeah. Right now in front of all these cameras. And here's this white dude. Just like, don't, don't Great. kill him. And then he says, Oh yeah, and by the way, hold this knife to his throat. He's like, Oh, I'm gonna bang <laughs> this guy twice. It's gonna be great. Get great. It's actually not a great movie, but it's a very no. realistic movie. You 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 just watch that one scene, yeah. and you leave that movie with like, okay, this is what a movie is supposed to do to me. Yeah, it's supposed to either, you know, make me hair on the back of my neck kind of experience. You know, that sort of, the special effects were not they were not special effects necessary in that movie. No, to be like, there wow, was a, a lady boy sex scene. Yeah, and he's like having, he's like, well, let's. <sighs> Here's another thing: <laughs> do not. Get into a fucking relationship with a girl that you've got into the relationship by paying her. Yeah. So don't make yeah. that your relationship. Th this, that's an issue that a boy, lot of guys. He falls like, in love with the lady boy yeah. that he's giving the fucking cigarettes to. Yeah. Oh, well, she was giving him cigarettes. She, and he sorry, was sorry, sorry. Yeah. And then when she started fucking other dudes, he was like, ah, oh, I think it's all jealous. <laughs> oh my God, you're a hooker. I can't believe you're actually making money by and having sex with other men. And you're all, you're all prisoners. <laughs> So here's the other thing, right? But yeah, you, you hit it on a good point. Yeah, there, we just should touch even, that. Even up. if you come here as a sex bat, right? Which is, look, it, it's illegal here. It's technically not legal. <laughs> right, but right, right, right. It, like a lot of things that are illegal, it's in the open. Mm -hmm. So you do it, you do it, whatever. But do not fall in love, get in relationships with people who you're paying to have relations with you yeah exactly right because i i've seen it happen multiple times bareback walsh is one of them fell in love with a, a girl and he he met her on her her first night at the oh, club he actually that's... said that to me we have got to go through a list of things you will hear that are false he actually said to me it was her first night that's why she was the most expensive and i said oh my god i said 
Walsh, <laughs> when have you ever started a job as the highest paid employee at the company? Exactly. When do you start no, as the CEO? The most experienced <laughs> yes. is the fuck, and the most beautiful, usually, but they uh, they have to coincide. Yeah. You know, there are people that, no, that's not true, because the girl I met was, that was her <sighs> first night. No. No. Dude. No, no one wow. is, no one is paying for someone's first night as That's, a sex worker because yeah. they're like, oh. There's going to be some standard lies, guys. It's going to be this is my first night here. Yep. Um, I've never done this. Never before. done this before. Yep. Um, my family is in dire straits. My buffalo is sick. My buffalo. Well, no, the buffalo is sick. You're going to get that in the relationship as <laughs> as as the relationship is progressing. When she figures out how much money you have, potentially her buffalo is sick. If you have a lot more money, her family is in the hospital. Yeah. There's humans involved. Buffalo's one thing. That means you can give her like 250 bucks. Yeah. If her dad all of a sudden has pancreatic cancer for the ninth time, then there's a high likelihood she's like, he's going to give me 10 grand. This is going to be huge right now. Now, here's the deal. There are scammers. There yeah. are liars in every friggin' country. And yep. that's her thing. The difference over here is that I believe you come over here and any experience you've ever had in the red light district mm. type thing, anywhere else in the world, mm. it is different here. And at the end of the day, it's simply better. Yeah. You are going to be convinced by these women who do this for a living that they keep, actually yes, care for you. Keep in mind that this is their job. Yeah. To, they're getting paid to make you think that you had a good time or that they really care for you. Right. Yeah. And so you're going to be confused because it's like, well, wait a minute. Let's say for this. I've never done this in the United States. But let's say for the sake of argument, you buy a hooker in the United States. And, and now in, you're broke. And Yeah. Well, okay. Yeah. <laughs> let's say it's in Vegas, right? Uh -huh. so I guess, I don't know what, thousand, two thousand, let's say two thousand dollars yeah. for sake of argument. You come over here and for I would guess. Two thousand bucks. And, yeah, it's 2000 baht and the experience you had in Las Vegas. Like, in, out, down, okay. She, she can be a complete bitch. Yeah. She's not going to be. These girls, you meet them, you, you walk across the street, she grabs your hand like she's yeah. your girlfriend. She's like, oh, you want to get street food? Yeah. You want to yeah. buy some pizza? You know, yeah. you want to go somewhere? And, it, it, and yeah, so there will be this sort of engagement that you're like, wait a minute. Yeah. This is like the girlfriend experience yeah. kind of thing. So it's really good to have. Look, if you want to reach out to Dana and I, if you're coming over here for the first time, but yeah. Bangkokstreams at gmail.com. Find a wingman of some kind, yeah. and and you can look at. I came over here obviously. I had my good my head on my shoulders. Yeah. Okay, so I didn't need a wingman, but I met so many guys that were just like gaga over this experience they had never it's like when you meet a guy and, who, and guys who you wouldn't normally think would fall down yeah that, that and I, i've met guys who are like killers of business yeah and like mm -hmm. all of a sudden they don't realize that they're in a business relationship yeah. or a business engagement and they're like oh this is you know something and it's not they can spot a liar across the boardroom table yeah and be like there's no way fuck you they can be like all hard and everything we're going to do this 10 percent, no 12 yeah. percent, whatever yeah. and then they yeah they meet their next entrepreneurial experience yeah. via the vagina yes and it's like oh my god now all of a sudden yeah i'm sideways and so you know definitely and i think it's 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 hard to explain to I think people who have never like been through that. It's literally impossible yeah. to explain what you could potentially come up into with yeah. Bangkok, which is what really you know, it it is what makes it strange. And I think there. So I have another friend. He comes here and he, he uses a, a website called uh, like Thai Friendly or something yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah, I think it's the number one most popular. And so he goes on there and like 
every girl he meets is is a freelancer. On yeah, there. And right. they're, they're coming over. He's, he's hitting them up with two thousand bot in. They're out. Yeah. He's done. Sure, business transaction. He's got girls who he meets like on Tinder or wherever mm-hmm. that he, he's dating, and then he's got girls that he meets on this that are business transactions. Uh, okay, got it. And he's able to separate the two. Okay, and you know. You know, while he's while he's here, mm-hmm. right? And like he he has girls who he's like he's going out to dinner with, he's taking them out, Great. he's you know going to places with them, dates, dates, yeah. yeah. And then he's got girls who come over and they fuck, and then yeah. he's out, exactly. And you know, and he's also he's very upfront about with the girls who he dates. He's like, ah, oh, you know, just I want to date, like you know, see what happens. You know, if it's cool, it's cool, but mm-hmm. I'm seeing other people, yeah. And, Which is a odd conversation with a Thai girl, with yeah. a normal Thai girl. But, you know, it, I think honesty is always the best policy. Oh, no, no, I'm not yeah. saying, yeah, but they're not going to be like, oh, yeah, I'm dating four other men, too. Yeah, no, <laughs> no, no, no. no. no well, some of them might be. But, uh, yeah, but they're not going to tell you. So he, dating in Thailand, like, if you're a guy transitioning over here, dating in Thailand can be tricky because there's always an air of, you know, how is the girl who you met uh, in that line of work, right? Is she, you yeah. know. Depends where you met her. And, like if you meet a girl on Tinder, from what I understand now, Tinder's like 90% freelancers. I would guess. I mean, I haven't, literally, I haven't used any of that stuff in like four years. It, Jesus, yeah. more than that now. I, obviously, I've been with Jib yeah. for a long time. So, six, you know, about, yeah. Seven. So, before, six years. So, yeah, okay. Yeah. So, before, before that, right. I used Tinder, but like on campus, and everyone was on campus. And yeah, I would, the I would flip, just swipe flip, flip, through flip, it, sure. like literally within like a minute. I would get like, oh, match, boop, message. Oh, totally. Boop. Like, hey, what, what oh, building you in? proximity, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, what building you in? I'll come over. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, okay. Come over right now. No, yeah. tomorrow morning's fine. No, I can come over like right now. Yeah, like, like, I can, yeah. Like, there are times like, oh, no, I'm in the next building. Okay, boop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, it was. Fish in a barrel. Yeah, basically. But in Bangkok, right, it's not hard to meet great women. No, you could just be walking. Like, like literally, I could have met this great looking person. On the way over here. Yeah. She smiled at me. We started laughing because there were like pigeons in front of me and they yeah. were like all taking off and everything. And she literally just wanted to engage and start talking. Yeah. I looked down at her hand, yeah. you know, shocker right now. And it's just like, you know, I mean, she didn't want to take her clothes off. Yeah. But it's like, I could, you know, that, that doesn't happen in the US. No. Girl looks the other way. Oh my God, I don't know you. Why yeah. am I going to talk? And she's, yeah, okay, talk to this guy. Yeah. People just, and it, it's like that. Like some guys like to go out clubbing or whatever. Yeah. And you can meet normal girls out of oh clubs my, easily. No. Clubs, they line up. Yeah. And, you know, bars, wherever you want to go. And there are enough communities within Bangkok, you're always going to be meeting people. Yeah, for sure. And like I said, because of the skewed nature of men and women in Thailand, there's always a surplus of women. And let's be clear, right? Obviously, there is this stigma that basically, you know. Many people here in the United States, when they would say the word, I'm going to Thailand, yeah. right? If you're an older guy, not older, if you're like over 30, over yeah. 40, and you're single or you're divorced or whatever, you're going over there to bang chicks. Yeah. That's what people are going to think. Absolutely. And they're also going to have the, the, oh, yeah, and well, all Thailand, all Thai girls are prostitutes. A lot of them are going to think that, but. That's it, such, I mean, the smallest percentage. You're, you're going to meet women with master's degree more people have phds in thailand i think or like per capita than yeah. anywhere else in the world but you're gonna meet like highly educated beautiful articulate women if feminine you, if you want that yeah right and but here's the other thing too i mean if you're like i hate buddhism this is crazy i want to go over there so I don't just, come to thailand this, <laughs> but true but in bangkok yeah. there's christian churches unfortunately can, that is true yeah no, trust me i'm not uh, <laughs> we'll have to get into why buddhism is fucking awesome and everything yeah. else is 
ridiculous. I, I'm the dude who tries to fist fight with those Mormon douchebags <laughs> when they're walking Get out around. of my way. I'm going to my flight, for Christ's sake. I'll, fuck, I'll fucking fight you right now, Mormon. I do not need your pamphlet. <laughs> Any Mormons in Bangkok, you want a fist fight? I'll yeah. tell you where I live. Or Bang- you want fisting? He's your guy. <laughs> either way. Either, either way, way. Just sign up for some Dana. <laughs> BangkokStrange at gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we also got to mention the merch. Yeah. Shop.BangkokStrange.com. Yes, Check it out. Absolutely. Ours should be coming in oh, sometimes this, sometime this year. But no, before end of September, right? Yeah. That's what the thing before is. Before the yeah. end of September. We got PayPal now. PayPal.me forward slash Bangkok Strange. Yep. Give us as much money as you friggin' want. <laughs> you know, I mean, obviously these laptops, we went, we will go through about one of these a week. Yeah. You know, because they're disposable, these Mac things. What is it, like 3500 bucks or something a like bot, that? Yeah. Cheap. Yeah, 3500 baht, yeah. To rent it for the weekend. For a day. So, yeah, we're actually, we're talking about setting up a Patreon as well. So if you guys actually have feedback uh, of things that you would like at like a premium tier, let us know because we would love to incorporate that into a Patreon. Yeah. And, you know, we're looking at like, uh, you know, a couple different tiers. We want to make it accessible, but we understand that for a lot of people, it's about like more information about Thailand, about more information about relocation or access or, or whatever it may be so but for some people they want the one-on-one access yeah, and obviously that involves some attention units yeah and so from us to, yes. to do it right because we're not going to be like oh yeah just read this pdf no no yeah, no, no. no we're no, going to talk th- there'll be no pdfs yeah i mean and so because look that's what we have i'll i'll promise that there will be no pdfs thank you very yeah, much no pdfs zero pdfs no fucking powerpoint no PowerPoint. absolutely not no PowerPoint. zero no pdf no powerpoint from us ever oh, dude, ever that is so refreshing see yeah. you, you, just, you just get me dude. yeah there's fuck there's no need for pdf so damn good here's the other thing too i will tell you that in the time that i've been over here the the other guys the american yeah. and they're american guys yeah. for the most part it's weird it seems as though the friendships happen faster over here mm. And I don't know why, I would guess it's because it's like, well, yeah, but we're both working on like the same thing. Yeah. I mean, I guess if I was like banging chicks and you were like sitting there with your wife, I would be like, okay, well, we got nothing in common. Like why? Right. So maybe there's that. So you look at David and I, and then David and Bear, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So like David and I met on a set and just became fast friends. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And he's like, I mean, he's Americanized Thai, if you will, but he's obviously more worldly than just a Thai guy. So the, like within, like literally the, the calendar year that we met, yeah. we spent Christmas and New Year's together. Yeah, see, I don't, I mean, I just think it happens faster over here. I don't know why. And then Bear, he met Bear last year. Bear, oh, and they're like and Bear, brothers. And Bear was over my house with him for Christmas yeah, and New Year's. Right. So, you know, it's, and then I know Bear through him and now Bear and I are tight. Right. So, it, you know, it is what it is. And I think if you if you're coming over here, the nice thing is, I mean, you could say, yeah, look, I'm reinventing myself, yeah. you know. But again, if you go anywhere with some integrity, yeah. right, it's like you're probably going to meet people that are also honest, yeah, you know. So there's that. But there's there's just so. First of all, there's so much. In, there, there, like he was saying, there's everything in Bangkok, yeah. But there's also so much in Thailand. Uh, like I said, in, like I talked about Chiang Mai, right? Chiang Rai is a great city. Non Pai, all up north. Yeah, very Thai. And I haven't even talked about Isan. Like a lot of people will dog Isan because like that's the, where all the hookers come from. That's well, going to be the that. But it's also like a rural kind of like agricultural part of the country. Poor area. Poor area. Yeah. But like Uban Ratchatani, I've been up to a bunch. It's it's an okay little city. Mm-hmm. It's, it, it's a little dusty because it's like dry drought area, yeah, but sure. it, it's it's an okay city. There's good food. I had good pizza up in Uban Ratchatani. Mm-hmm. Food is spicy in Isan, so if you don't like spicy food, maybe not the place for you. I actually tried yeah. to order something not spicy. My and, pet. And the woman's like, 
Mind me. <laughs> That I don't have. We don't. We, yeah. Yeah. But can we I add? Can I get this tom-tom without chili? My, my prick. And she's like, my me. Because no. all she has to do, just so you know, is not add <laughs> yeah, the not chili. Add. Like you could literally make friggin' tom-tom with yeah. just friggin' the, the everything mac- else but chili. Yeah. <laughs> but she's bashing away at the thing. She's like, like, nope. Yeah. But can't you can't have it more without garlic. chili? Yeah. That's the only way not to make it. But you know, what I was saying is like. Uh, what I'm, what I'm thinking is like maybe like the mortar and pestle she's using just so saturated with chili, <laughs> oh, so she's just thing. like yeah she can't do it. No, like, I mean it's like having a seasoned yeah. you know the cast iron pan. Yes, right? cast iron pan. Like this motherfucker is like no, I'm not I'm not rinsing this no, out. I'm just yes, I'm not rinsing it out. Like I might pour some fish oil in here yeah. to clean it. Yeah, like, but I'm not using soap and fish water. Fish sauce, fish sauce, fish sauce. Thank you. She's please. like yeah, I, I've spent. All all day building up this taste <laughs> of uh, chili. Liner. Yeah, like, like you're not. I'm not wrecking that for you, <laughs> right? So, but yeah, the food in Isan is amazing. Yeah, it's the best probably. They, they ferment like even in Bangkok, Isan food is mm-hmm. super popular. Yeah, but they're into like fermented, deep, like developed flavors and just spice like crazy. Now, southern food is good too. Also spicy, but a lot fresher. Yeah, it's it's a little. Fr- I would say it's a little blander. Yeah. Would you say that? Like, I mean, it can be spicy. Yeah. But overall, like the taste of it is not as full. Not enough MSG. That's see, fun. that's the thing. You get it, and that's you. Just so you know, <laughs> that will be put in many things. Everything. Yeah, pretty much. Like my guy that makes coconut milkshakes. Yeah, MSG. A little, a little bit. bit. A little bit. Yeah, yeah. MSG makes everything better. <laughs> yeah, as well as cancer makes no, that some bitch show up. No, that's not proven. I'm that's not kidding. proven. At the end of the day, I mean, you know, don't don't snort it. Yeah. <laughs> I, well, I mean, no, maybe yeah, six of one, really. <laughs> so, but here's the thing: like the food on another level. But Isan, like, if you want to live in Isan, I've been to Kangen, which is a uh, probably Never I think it's the, Kangen's the biggest city in Isan. Oh, okay, Kangen. Kangen. Uh, okay, yeah, I have heard of that. So probably, in, you can take the overnight train there. Jim and I went up for a rocket festival. We'll talk about nice. this on another episode. Totally, they were blowing shit up, packing tubes of bamboo with. Gunpowder. Oh, <laughs> sign me up. Is that the, annually? Yeah, there's a live commentator. Wow. We did a whole vlog about it. I'll put the vlog in the show oh, notes. Oh, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great. Awesome. But um, yeah, we took the train from Hualampong. It's like overnight. You wake up 5 a.m. Yeah. Boobie and Kongen. I do and, want to do that. Exa- and, and, and that's the other thing, We too. hired a driver. She came, picked us up, brought us everywhere we wanted to go. Yeah, for 30 think, bucks, maybe. It's like a thousand baht for like- Yeah. Like the we, whole day. And we stayed at, like, I think her family owns like the little bungalows we stayed in. Like oh, the these, driver. Yeah, like these little concrete yeah. bungalows. Right, right. That were like 200 baht a night. <laughs> right, I know. Right? It's ridiculous. It's literally like the bed is a concrete slab that yeah. they just poured into the place. <laughs> right. It's got a mattress. Yep. It's got air con that's super cold. Yes. And it's got a huge window. Yeah. And a bathroom. You're set. So you're set. Yeah. And Because you're in there to sleep for like the eight hours that you're in there. You're not hanging out in these no, rooms. No, you don't, ha- yeah, you don't hang out there. You don't watch TV. Did it have hot water? Uh, yeah, because it's got the oh, electric hot water nice. heater. Yeah. Actually, one time I stayed at, uh, we were at a resort, a mountainside resort in Mekong Song when we went up to the Hill Tribe Village. Okay. Oh, and that's the other thing. I think with the Patreon, like some money from the Patreon will go to the, we'll pick a cause, but I'm thinking we'll do the Hill Tribe Village. Solar. I want to put solar in for these people. Yeah. Electricity is the first thing I think that changes lives. Yeah. The next internet. Yeah. Well, water's first. Yeah, but I think they probably have that. They, right? they have fresh water. Actually, at one point we were trying to help them build the dam, but they got it done. And they probably have wells too. So no, because uh, they're so high up on the mountain. Oh, fair enough. So yeah. There was a spring, and they were trying to dam the spring to run it down okay. into the school. Yeah. And they were eventually able to do that. Okay, fair enough. Talk about a cold bath in the morning. Yeah. Like, it's dude, spring. Oh yeah, no, no. I dude, just outsource that. 
Yeah, crazy. Build some, get some kindling, but, build a fire, heat but, my water. But yeah, we'll work out the math on the Patreon thing, but I think a big part of it is going to be supporting the That's school. That's a great idea. I love up that. In the, uh, up in the uh, mountains. Love everything about that. And uh, we'll, we'll take trips up there. Maybe we'll bring people up there, we like should. certain like levels of the Patreons. Yeah. If they want to get involved, we can do that. When you come over here and you transition, uh, if you've been over here for like more than, let's say, a month, yep. I would argue that mm. you are going to be it's going to be visible to you that there are going to be opportunities for you to help yeah in ways that you could really much just i mean you could like write checks in the united states yeah over here yeah you could write checks, but you can like go into villages mm. and just help out by like speaking english so for... i think i told you when i went to this hill tribe school the first time it was jib organized the whole thing through her company and okay. by jib and her her fans sent hundreds of sweaters oh, and hats. Right. So Jib basically opened up her whole patent library and was like, if you want to make these hats for these kids, the patent library is open. Whatever you want, uh, wow. whatever like her design, yeah. like you can make it. So it, we'll have give it, it to for the kids. free. Yeah, knit it and uh, you can buy the yarn from her. Like she was offering crazy discounts. She like just like promised that you'll send a hat back for these kids. Nice. And like there were people sending like ten hats. Like some Fantastic. some people just like going crazy. Yeah. And it was great. And the kids obviously it gets cold up there. It gets yeah. like down to one degree C. Wow. So almost freezing. We'd Jesus. wake up to be frosty. Yeah, I was gonna say that must be weird for up there. Yeah. But wait, it happens. I mean, it, it was for like what, like three days a year, maybe. No, no, just it's quite, quite January because you're at elevation. How high? Uh, you got to be. Uh, I would imagine like a couple thousand feet. Okay. And so, and, mm. but when it's hot there, yeah, it's that's fucking right. brutally totally. hot. Not a lot of wind. Not a lot of wind. You're at the top of a mountain, but you're, you're also yeah. kind of like in some of the valley. So, yeah, it's it's a tough spot to be in. When it's hot, it's hot. When it's cold, it's cold. Mm. Um, and there's, yeah, I th- did I show you some of the pictures? No. Uh, so I'll show you. We'll after, have to get I'm, some of yeah, those, yeah. It's on the phone, which we're using to record. Well, there you go. So, but yeah, there, you know living in like wood shacks and mm-hmm. there was one kid with thalassemia like really bad case of thalassemia I don't know what that is it's a it's a blood disorder I believe but like it causes deformations like his chest was bowed out okay. his, his face was messed up um, and like only they were about to graduate their first kid from high school in mm. like 10 years it's a big deal yeah Jesus good and, for them yeah so it's this so education but I was the first foreigner some of them had seen which is so crazy. Like touching. Yeah, so like it wasn't uncommon for me to like feel something and turn around and like three kids be petting yeah, me. Right. Cause so I have a lot of body hair. Right. Not a common thing for, for a tie. For oh a my tie, god. Let alone a, a hill tribe kid. Most Thai women never shave their legs their whole no. life. And maybe they have like one or two yeah. hairs. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, so the kids, like, and imagine like a guy my size being the first. <laughs> literally a bear. Yeah. Like literally, there is a bear coming out of the like, woods. Who is this giant yeah. who just got hair? Plus, if you show up and you're like clean shaven three days later. Yeah. Pff, yeah. Right? Well, it, I've never been clean shaven. You've so. always had a beard? Yeah. Well, I shaved it. So, odd story. I shaved it right before I met Jib, like maybe two weeks before. <laughs> yeah. I was doing a time lapse where every day uh, I was okay, fair enough, yeah. tracking the growth. And so I was like maybe two or three weeks into growth. So I had a beard. Yeah, yeah. But like not long. Like the fluffy yeah, and, thing. And uh, so like I think she thought that's how my facial hair normally was. Yeah. And little did she know I was just starting like a one-year process <laughs> of, of not trimming it or shaving at all. So, sweetie, P.S. Yeah. This is going to get a little rougher as yeah. we get closer. And so by the time I actually shaved it, it was like the mustache was out of control. It was insane. Did you wax it? Like did yeah, you have the whole I, thing? You yeah. have to. Right, yeah. When it gets that longer, else it gets into your mouth. And... See, right now, the, your mustache. 
mustache thing going on, that's basically the standard tie mustache length. Yeah. Right? But like the rest of it, that is ties that that doesn't exist on them. No, no for matter. the most part. No, there's some ties that have beards. Like uh there's a famous Thai rapper, fucking hero. He has a dope beard. Okay. Really good beard. I, I've known a few over the years yeah. that have good beards. Uh two professional Thai wrestlers. Um Peanut and Gato Move, they wrestle in the Top Dojo promotion now here in okay. Thailand. Both have great beards. Really? All right. Yeah. Well. Both have really good beard game. But not common. Not common. Not common, yeah. No, not common at all. <clears throat> all right. So we, I think we touched on, I want to make sure we touch on as much as we possibly can as far yeah. as like your transition over here. Yeah. Obviously, so there's the administrative. Yeah. Banking and yeah. all that stuff. Where yeah, do get, get a legit visa. Yeah. Like you can do it with the, the visa runs. Well, shit, not that. now. Not now. COVID, man. Fuck that. Who knows what will happen in a post-COVID world. Yeah, right, right. You could do it before you may be able to do it in the future but it's not safe and well, it's they don't want you here if you're i shouldn't say they don't not that they don't want you here but there like are rules the, the, the system isn't there for you to exploit and you're no. gonna have a better life a less yeah, stressful life on. if you're worried about a job teaching english is probably like your easiest go-to to just like bang yeah, it out right. and do something and also a great way to meet people i taught english when i was a student like i've done it before it, it's a very hard job, but yeah, it, it a is lot of re- work. It is rewarding, sure. If you get good students, yeah. The students make make or break that. Agreed. Um, start to learn the language a bit. Be able to order food, give directions. Like there's a few things you need to be able to do in order to to really you know enjoy life here and speaking at least a little bit of Thai. Like I've been here eight years, seven mm. eight years. So it's a bit of a shame that my Thai is not better. That's my own fault. But yeah, considering you have a tag wife, yeah, right? and yeah. Put, put a little bit more time into, and I'm working every day to improve my tie, but you know, definitely put the time in to improve the language because it'll improve the quality of experiences that you can have. I agree in Thailand. Uh, so the so visa, the elite visa is not something that we talked about. One of the guys who comes onto your channel talks yeah. about he's doing the process now, he's got it, yeah, and so it's, it's a lump sum amount of money for i think it's five ten or 20 years correct and i think 20 years is thirty thousand us a million baht uh it depends okay so there is the visa that goes along with it yeah. and most people think of it like there's this elite visa well it's like the elite company okay and they provide a visa yes but there's all these other features that you can get so for like five hundred thousand baht you basically get a five-year visa yeah. and pretty much that's it Okay. If you want like a 10-year visa and you pay uh, like a million baht, then you get like free, If you certainly if you're just in Bangkok or Phuket, you get free limo rides, yeah. you get massive discounts on spas, I mean, golf courses and all this stuff. So that so again, it, it, it's supposed to be, you know, the infamous elite package, okay. the, the, the status, you know, because it is pretty hierarchical, you know, so in this Thai society. And shit. Exactly. And so you can get that. But I mean, at the end of the day, the easiest thing to do is to just basically play by the rules. Yeah. Don't try and get away with anything because you, you may think, oh, that's great. I'm screwing the man. You so know, kind the, of thing, do you but, know anything about the elite visa? What yeah. is it? So when you is it one lump sum and that's yeah, it? Yes, and it's a five year visa, no going to immigration. The so yes, and that so that's one of them. Okay, that is like the lowest version. So you but, can but get. like you get the visa. So if I do the twenty year, I yes. get a twenty year visa. No, you get a five year visa okay. that you gets renewed three more times. Okay, yeah, and they have a whole company that basically deals with it. They provide you with customer service. They will do your ninety day reporting for okay. you, right? Um, and then at about a month, at 
you know, four years and like 10 months, yeah. then they'll, you know, start and make sure you got everything. And uh, but if you pay ahead for the 20 year, yeah. then you really don't need to worry about it. They are going to make sure that you haven't committed a felony, you yeah. know, basically in the next. Um, but pretty much, I mean, it's designed. It's it's an, it, they, they call it elite because it's designed for people that effectively have means mm. and want to stay here long term. Yeah. Like the minimum amount is five years, yeah. you know, and multiple entry. Right. Obviously, you also can get packages where they like pick you up at the golf court. Or sorry, the golf uh, cart right okay. at the right at the plane. Yeah, you know, so you don't have to. Heaven forbid, you have to walk through the airport. Yeah, but again, you know, if like my parents were coming over here, yeah, and I would be like, well, yeah, absolutely. I don't. My mom, Savannah so Boom's massive. Yeah, she's not going to walk over. To, I want some guy to like get her luggage for her, right? So I would probably do that sort of thing. So there's that. But again, that is that is like the far right hand side of the supply mm. demand curve yeah. bell kind of thing. The majority of people. So what did Ty do? Do you know how many years he did? Five year, five hundred thousand baht. Yeah. So it was like, uh, was that $16,000? Yeah. So he's good to come here for five years. Yeah. So obviously it's COVID, right? Yeah. So he, the earliest that they could physically affix the sticker inside yeah. of his passport is September 25th. Okay. He's flying to Cambodia on September 29th to go to the Thai Cambodia. embassy. Yeah, I know. Exactly. Wait to use here where he's staying right off of. Siadukville in yeah. those islands. Oh my god, dude. That's sand. Yeah. The only place I've ever seen sand like that is in Boracay. It is like powder. Yeah. It's epic. And two hundred and twenty dollars a month for a bungalow right on the beach. Epic. Yeah. yeah. No, he's living the dream. Because he cannot get into Thailand. Yeah. Right, right now. I mean, who knows? Saturday. So twenty fifth, how long is he gonna stay in Thailand? So for? he's gonna be okay. Or well, in Cambodia. Uh well, right now he's scheduled to do it for thirty days and yeah. if he has to stay I mean, and like if all of a sudden they're like, Oh, by the way, this Tuesday we're gonna allow elite visas, he's just gonna be, I'm done. I'm here. Yeah. This is awesome. So um, walk away from the bungalow and Yeah. <laughs> like, what is, is he, he stay is he moving to Bangkok or Phuket? What's his So he actually has uh, a girlfriend that is I believe she's up country. I don't believe she's knee deep in East or anything yeah. like that. I don't remember the name so of the place. So it's a anywhere up country is anywhere outside of Bangkok. Pretty much, yeah. So it doesn't matter if it's like Hat Yai down south, Uban Ratchathani in the northeast, Chiang Mai. I forgot north, about that. Or Patum Thani, which is the next city outside Bangkok. Yeah. All up country. Yeah, I forgot that up country also includes south. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do all the time, too. Yeah. Be anywhere not called Bangkok. Yeah, basically, right. And yeah. in fact, what's funny is that we basically live on the edge of the Bangkok province. So, well... Past Bangna, right? A little bit further, but yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so anyway, so, so there's that. But again, before COVID, the majority of the guys would come over here, bam, you get a stamp, yep. and you can stay here for 30 days. Within the first 30 days, you can go to immigration. Renew. For 1,900 baht, you can get an additional 30 days, fine. I would encourage folks that are going to come over here and especially make the transition. If you've already been traveling over here, go to your home country's Thai embassy mm. or consulate and get, especially if you're over 50, yep. right, and get an OA visa you know, for retirement. But again, I mean, look, there, there's plenty of stuff that we've talked about today that makes 100% sense if there's no COVID. Yes. Right now, the things that you can do because there is COVID, that's the kind of stuff that we want to be able to provide because it's definitely different on a one-on-one -on -one basis. Yep. We want to be able to provide that, you know, either through Patreon or PayPal yeah. or that sort of thing. So, you know, I think, I think that we've touched on enough stuff yeah. to give people like kind of a foundational oh one thing we did yeah. is uh, healthcare 
So, yeah. So again, it's COVID, right? So yeah. if you come over here with COVID, you're going to have to have $100,000 in U.S. insurance, insurance right? Yeah. Which is a shitload of Thai insurance. Yes. Three mil- <laughs> 3.2 million baht, effectively. Yes. That's enormous. You could live in the hospital for 365 Basically, days yeah. for half that. Yeah. It'd be like, oh, yeah, and I get a nurse, too, by the way. And she's yeah. not, she doesn't even have to be Filipina. Yeah. And she doesn't have Dana stamped on her ass from... <laughs> <laughs> too soon too soon yeah so <laughs> there, but, there are a few though but normally <laughs> uh the easiest thing to do honestly is to basically just google uh traveler's insurance yep. you know so that'll cover you usually for your first year usually like, you depends. can buy it for like i think up to a year when you come over here yeah but insurance here is not crazy expensive no. about a thousand to fifteen hundred dollars a year depends, depends on age depends obviously on age yeah, and sure, stuff right. like yeah. that uh, but also healthcare here is very affordable and excellent quality. Excellent. It's very affordable in the Philippines, but it sucks ass. Yeah. So this is the crazy thing about healthcare here, right? We have everything from the highest end, like Bowmanrad. Bowmanrad is like a resort yeah, hospital. Right. My friend just had surgery there. It's Starbucks. It, like he sent me a photo from his room. Oh, he had. Yeah. He had his own bed, yes. like a queen size bed. Yeah, yeah. Like not not like a little. No, like, but it's double. a queen size hospital bed. Hospital so it's bed. It's got the arms on it, all the yeah. fucking electronics all over it. Yeah. yeah he had a couch <laughs> <laughs> that, of course, he can't use because yeah. he's in the goddamn bed. Well, he, this is pre op. Oh, right? okay, so right, yeah. They gave him a free op. They, the, okay. they gave him a free night to stay because it's so slow, right? Because they're used to the tourism, awesome. the medical forgot, tourism, yeah, cycling it through. So, yeah, like a oh, free night before your uh, recovery, yeah. and then the night after. You didn't need to recover, yeah. of course. So. So the night before is like to get ready, and he went. I think he went in for like tests at like six a.m. Mm. But so couch, a uh, little desk area, a kitchen table to eat his food at, Amazing. with like a, a beautiful, like a nice chair set, right, right, a uh, big screen TV, <laughs> yeah. right, and like, and he's like, this is the cheapest room at Bowmanrad. <laughs> I'm sure they have suites. Uh, ba- I mean, oh, ba- uh, bathroom with a uh, a tub and a shower. I guess that does kind of make sense. I yeah. mean, if you're doing, you know, aftercare, you're yeah. going to want to potentially submerge your whole body. It was thing, one of those ones that you can open and walk into and then oh shut the door behind Oh, my God. It. And just so you know, guys, bathtubs, rare. Yeah. Most places you stay at is going to have a shower. I lived, so my last place in Asok, we had a bathtub mm-hmm. in one of the bathrooms. Very Western. Yeah. But I also, my, in the master suite upstairs, we had a uh, a big walk-in shower, mm-hmm. which are, was pretty dope. Yeah. I like the big walk-in like, showers. Like you That's could pretty... fit 10 people in that. My shower like here, my walk-in mm-hmm. shower in my friggin' one-bedroom condo is bigger than my uh, shower and bathroom yeah. in my one-bedroom house that I had in Coronado. So I've got two wet bathrooms here. Yeah. This is the... The one over here yeah, with the different the same thing on the other side okay got it so it's a, a wet bathroom is very sta- like if you live in an older building in thailand mm. or an older condo or an older house yep uh the wet bathroom is kind of common where basically it's wall-to-wall tile yeah and everything it just gets wet when you shower yeah because- so there's a whole it, if you've ever been in like the bathroom of a rv yeah you know the toilet's gonna get wet everything's yeah. good they're gonna have a special like container where you put the toilet paper yeah so that because that that doesn't get um, but you know, again, I don't, I prefer to not use, I like to have a divider between the I, shower. I do too, but obviously this is, yeah, I, sure. I needed the space. So this is what came. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, actually the other place we looked at didn't have that. It had, a uh, the room with the toilet was separate from the shower. And oh, bath, nice work. Which, uh, which was the first building we had agreed to rent. And then the woman just like fucking flaked out on us. Okay. So was, you've had bad luck with real estate people. Yeah. Huh? yeah real estate agents. There are a couple. Oh, so that's the other thing. Find a good real estate agent. 
uh, that you trust in Bangkok because it depends. I would submit like every place I found, I just walk up and down the street. So and you can do that if you want to put the time in, but if you want to mm. actually like someone to put the time into finding you a new place mm-hmm. and like it's worth it to find a good agent. I actually have a guy that yeah. I trust quite a bit. He has great connections and that sort of yeah. thing. He is not a real estate agent himself, yeah. but he's Thai, educated in the United States. You know, he's, him, his, him, he and his wife have a three-story townhouse over on Ekamai. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Prime. And they're, they're not starving. No. <laughs> and uh, anyway, so he's, he's, and he's smart and he's very easy to talk to. And the, like, I can't say it enough. His English is excellent. Yeah. If you come over here and there's any sort of lost in communication when you're getting ready to rent a place yeah that can really be a real that can bite you in the yeah, ass that, that's a tough one yeah and like i told you we just re-upped on this place for three more years and um, leases are pretty uh uh lease leasey yeah uh pro leasey yeah like you can break a lease and you're not gonna like have to come up with all the cash no nah, it's, it's they're pretty standard and actually you know like i think if you like if you have a good relationship like with the person you're renting from yeah it goes a long way. Like the the condo we rented in Pachani Wet, we lived there for years, mm. and uh, we just always had like a really good like rapport. I think we called the landlord like two or three times. Like the, yeah, right. The, the curtains broke one time, and we're like, "Can you replace these?" He's like, "Yeah, of course." And uh, like, oh, I I broke the glass door on the uh, in the shower by accident. Jesus, was there glass everywhere? Yeah, because that's not like safety glass, like in a freaking car. No. How did you? Were you like? <gasps> I can't step any. I mean, no, what? So, so it, it happened while what must have happened was I left the door like half opened. Okay, and it was the summertime, so I left the slider for the balcony open mm-hmm. to, to get airflow. Yeah, and we had a corner unit, so I had left both windows open. And oh, the wind! The, the uh, wind blew in, sure. and the door for the bathroom swung open. Wow! And sma- the the knob smashed into the glass of the uh, door. And I came out, I was like, oh, I go to the bathroom, <laughs> and I, I open. I was like, oh, the door's open, the bathroom. That's where I usually weird. shut it. Yeah. And uh, I I go to take a step, and like there's glass everywhere. And so you didn't go. No, 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 because like, it's, it's a step down. Oh yeah, so yeah, yeah. So you have yeah. to look anyway. Right. Yeah, all the bathrooms here are recessed, like below the floor level, because a lot of them, are, even like if they're not a wet bath, they're designed always as, a drain in yeah. the floor. Yeah, and so I was like, "Oh shit!" And Jib's like, "Oh, <laughs> yeah, bad sport." That she's so pee me. Yeah, so I was like, "Yeah, pee me." <laughs> what the fuck so, are so, you doing? Why were you so pissed at me? So we uh, we ended up, uh, we cleaned it up, and like we were, we repaired it. You know, no big deal. And uh, actually, I don't, actually, I don't even think I repaired. We didn't repair it till we moved out. Because it, like half the glass was still there, okay. and it was such a big shower. There's a walk-in. You just left it. Yeah. So like the front half where the the shower head was, yeah, yeah, yeah. was fine. Okay. And so like the the bathroom never got wet. Okay. Right. Sure. Yeah. So it was just the door. So wait, you just cleaned everything up and then just like threw away the frame and yeah. stuff. Just didn't be bothered. Yeah. To- yeah. I was like, uh, uh, should I? Should I? Oh, it was one big frame. So that piece broke out of the frame. Okay. Got it. Where the the hinge was, for, it was a sliding piece. Mm-hmm. And so. I'm like ah, I'm like yeah. I'm like I'll, I'll go to the uh, the hardware store, home and see, pro, and see about getting a replaced. Get me some glass. But then like I took a shower and I'm like, this actually doesn't really make a difference. And I'll never have to worry about the goddamn thing flying open again. Yeah. yeah and so different. I was like, all right, no, no big deal. And Jim was like, yeah, it's fine. Yeah. And so it was like, one less thing to clean. Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right, yeah, it's true. And then right before we we moved out, we got it repaired because yeah, right. you know, it's not sure. ours. And the guy came to look at it. He was like. We had the place cleaned before we, mm-hmm. you know, we returned it, and he's like, "We moved all the furniture back to where it originally was because yeah, we had like nice. rearranged everything." Yeah, sure. And he's like, "It's so clean." He's like, <laughs> <laughs> "Right, yeah." He's like, 
I don't understand. It's like, oh, well, that's so, the way we do it yeah, in the U.S. Like, that's how we do it. Yeah. And like, that's how in Jib is like, she wouldn't do it any other way. Yeah, that's true. Right? It's like, not just the U.S. I shouldn't say that. So, yeah. you know, and he was like, oh, like, a lot of times people just kind of trash it and mm-hmm. move out. He's like, I'll transfer your deposit back to you right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's the other thing, too. You're going to notice that like money transfer over here. Yeah. People are going to be like, oh, yeah, just get. And it's like, no, they're being legitimate. Yeah. Like, they're not just like trying to do. You do all of this shit on your phone. Yeah. You always have an app for your bank. Yeah. And uh, I mean, I use my phone to buy everything at Seven Eleven. Yeah, I never use cash. Get, so yeah, we are really moving cashless. There are even street food vendors you can pay yeah, cash. No, totally. Just yeah. scan the guy. will have like a QR code yeah. right by my my coconut shake guy. Yeah, he's got like you know basically everything's he's got handwritten. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's you can do that with any bank. Any bank, it's, yeah. It's owned by K Bank. Ah, I wondered why there was the K Plus everywhere. So yeah. But you can just scan it and boom, pay. See, that's smart. That's the other thing too. Is that there's like uh, there's a finite number of banks here. What are they like? Maybe ten. Yeah. Right. No, yeah, maybe not even. And it, what's crazy is sometimes you'll be like in a subway or something like that, and you'll see ATMs. Right. Every bank has a different color. Yes. And sometimes you will see like ten different, or at least five. Different ATMs. You'll Next see green, other. yellow, orange, blue, yep. purple. Purple C- SCB. SCB. Yeah. yeah. That's <laughs> my best. See that? Yeah. So, yeah, and you just go to the, but you can use any ATM. Most accounts that use any ATM without a fee to a certain number, uh, like, like 10 the, times a month or something. It, well, it, so here's the thing I opened my bank account at Casacorn in Pattaya. If I use that ATM card anywhere but Pattaya, they charge me like 10 or 15 that, or 20 bucks. That's a Pattaya thing for sure. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I, I asked him about this because because I opened up my Bangkok bank that account. That's a Pattaya thing. <laughs> in John Tien, which of course is you, you, Pattaya. You can't leave Pattaya. No, no, absolutely. You can't take, you can take the boy out of Pattaya, right? But yeah. you can't take, yeah. And uh, so, I mean, look, there's 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 a ton of YouTube videos out there on like stuff to do yep. and and on the cost of living. I would highly encourage you to not pay attention to the cost of living videos that talk about how incredibly cheap it is to live here. Like if, if you see a video that says you can live in Bangkok for less than a thousand dollars a month. That's a lie. And live like a king. That's an absolute bullshit lie. Yeah, you're right. So here's the, like it is. It's a, still a major city. Yeah. Right? You're going to pay major city prices. Other just than on Phuket. A, it's the most expensive city in the friggin' country. Yeah. For right? sure. I mean, there are probably some like islands where it's just like... Oh, like I'm sure yeah, if you yeah, lived yeah, on yeah. Koh Phangan, I mean, outside of like the... Oh, Koh Samet. Or Koh Samui. Right? Maybe not like the cost to live there. Like you said, right now you can rent 20000 yeah, right, a month sure, for, like, a, five. For, for like nothing. Mm-hmm. Um but like your your daily cost to get food, your your cost for gas, yeah. your cost for whatever, is going to be a little bit more than Bangkok. Right. But in Bangkok, you're paying more to like rent a spot, mm-hmm. and you're like if you want to go out to like a restaurant, like Mike said, like if we go out, it could be Mexican food, two thousand baht. Yeah, because it's Mexican food. But if we went to like literally like we, we next could, door, we could for eat Pala. If we just had like a couple pieces of pizza, it'd be mm-hmm. like less than a, less than six hundred. Yeah. But like, yeah, if we went for Thai food, it's 30 baht. If we walk down the street and get mm. some of the best fucking fried chicken I've ever had in my life in front yeah. of the 7-Eleven. Yeah, so fried chicken in Thailand, right? It's on another level. But that's a, that's for another time. Yeah, we'll do a whole food a episode. food episode, yeah. We're, we're pushing. We're just over two. Oh, so, are we really? So let's it wrap it. flies by. <laughs> flies by. Absolutely. And we go, oh, don't forget, Tuesday live streams. I think we're going to start to try to do a Thursday. Yes, Thursday in the evenings. I think we're going to try to do that. Yes. Yeah. 
And then uh, again, like keep we'll, when we figure out the Patreon stuff, we'll we'll post it up there and and get some more information out. But definitely, um, don't forget. I mean, BangkokStrange at gmail.com. Yep. It goes to Dana, but obviously, if it's something that's more me related, then I mean, pretty much we both share a brain. Yeah. yeah. So we can like figure it out if the other guy isn't around. Fucking hell! What the fucking hell? You can't park this thing here. Can't park there. So anyway, here's the deal. <laughs> we would love to answer your questions one on one. I think that goes without saying. Right now, we don't have a ton of subs. If you guys are on YouTube or you've watched my channel, you've seen Dana Bluen's channel, yep. or you've seen, uh, what's the... Uh, Dapper, Dapper Villains. Dapper Villains. Yep. Please um, subscribe. That would be really helpful. We need to get to... A hundred first. Yeah. We got to be able to do that to get some branding done. And then after that, obviously, it'll be a thousand to get some you know, uh, monetization. Milestones, though. hundred is our, our milestone. We're almost yeah. halfway there. Yeah, we're almost halfway there. So, I know we can hit this by the next couple of weeks. If you guys listen, you're not, uh, if you haven't subscribed to the YouTube channel, help us out. Absolutely. Absolutely. That would be great. Until next time, stay strange. Peace.